everything that is good in life is hard to is hard. Yeah, they don't want to come out of that bubble right. and find there's out. There's nothing. There's nothing in life. Yeah, that is easy and also good. There's not one thing. Marriage is not easy. No, that's why it's good. Yeah. Homesteading, taking care of your body, yeah. and what you're putting into your body is not easy. No. Right. Therefore, it is good. Yeah. You know, you know what's easy? Going to Walmart for your food and buying ho hos and sitting down and eating them, playing your video games. So that's not good. And that's be good because it's easy. That's nothing a, easy is good. Big yeah. percentage of our population does exactly what you just said. Yep. Yeah. You know, in, in uh, sedentary lifestyle, indoors all the time, yep. eating garbage. And that's why we have a 40 to 50% obesity rate in this country. Hi, and welcome to the Real Grit Podcast. Where wisdom meets masculinity and culture meets authenticity. There we go. I am your host, Craig LeBeau, and we have our lovely producer here today, Matt, the Munts, Muncie. Wrong button, buddy. Oh, so I, as I give you a compliment, you mess it up. Messing it up on, on scene. And, and we have a special guest with us today, Mr. Derek Hayden. Thank you. How you doing, man? Good. Glad to be here. Good to have you on. Thank you. I finally got it to work. This is Derek's second time here. Yeah. yeah. Not the last, though. No. Not the last. Uh, second time here, first time, hopefully, actually airing. Yeah. yeah. If we can get through this technical stuff. Hopefully. All this equipment and stuff is out of control. It's, it's, there's, there's a lot. A lot to it. But anyway, uh, how, was, how was your day today? Do you work today? No, I was at the house. Nice. So you worked? Well, yeah. At the house. Close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you today? Oh, birthday boy. Yeah, happy birthday to me. You I'm know what? 28. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just do one quick shooter for his birthday. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Um, I want everybody to know that this lovely decanter and the contents that it contains was gifted to us from Mr. Derek Hayden. Last time he came and we failed because the equipment failed. But it looks like there's a lot less in that bottle. Yeah, something happened. I'm not sure what. But should have bought one without a hole in the bottom. More technical difficulties. That's what that was. Yeah. But it's Muncie's birthday, so. Plus, we got to loosen up. Are you uh, wound up? Uh, yeah, because all the, all the shit not working drives me nuts. Here we are. I spend all this money on stuff, and none of it ever works. That's real life. It is real life. Look how nice that looks with the light behind it. I love it. Isn't that cool? All right. It's really cool. Muncie, how old are you? 23, 28? I am 28, but I look like I'm about 12 years old. 28 to 28. Imagine being 28. God, that was a long time ago. (laughs) Cheers. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So I had an interesting day today. Well, uh, um, so this podcast is really geared towards personal development, self-help, 
specifically for men. And then we do cultural stuff and we do our headlines and we give our takes and all that kind of stuff. And really just to help, we want to help people get out of what Tate calls yeah. the matrix, yeah. right? Just to, just to elevate yourself out of that mindset and that stuff. So in, in the sake of sticking with that theme, at least for a minute here, because we have a great show lined up on how your food is killing you and uh, homesteading, why homesteading is a benefit. How homesteading can, can save you from the food that's killing you. But not only that, homesteading is the only way to true freedom. Yeah. There's a lot of facets to homesteading. Yes. So you're not free in, uh, if you have to go to the grocery store to get all your food. Yeah. Because the second those trucks stop running, you starve to death. That's not freedom. Yeah. Yep. There's only freedom and autonomy when you can survive comfortably yep. within your own means and in your own. And that's my big draw to homesteading yep. is that that's freedom. Yeah. Independence. They, they don't want the independence of it. Have that. 100%. But yeah, so that's what we're going to get into today. But so, um, most people watching probably know me personally. So you know what I do for work mm-hmm. in the prison. Um, we had a fight right outside of my block. Yeah. So I go to the fight, and listen, it's a prison. People fight. Yeah. I understand. There's a bunch of men yeah. who act like kids. All locked up together. There's going to be fights. A lot of testosterone built up. There's going to be pepper spray. All of that stuff I can deal with. Mm -hmm. I deal with it fine. Do it all the time. Do it every day. We're professionals. So the fight happens. They get sprayed. And by spray, it's the OC, pepper spray. Mm -hmm. People call it bear mace. It's not. Carry the big cans. Yeah, the big cans, the big foggers. Um, So the fight, they get sprayed. I get there. One of the, probably the second person there. I'm right there. Um, So I help one kid get cuffed up. He's covered. He's, he, they got him good. They sprayed him good. Um, so I pick him up. I'm like, I'm just like, all right, man, just chill out. We're going to get you in the shower. Because he was like panicking. Because yeah. the spray hurts. Oh, yeah. Big time. He, so he's panicking. And he, and he goes like this. He shakes his face. That stuff makes you snot. Yeah. And so I didn't want to get snots and pepper spray all over me. So I was like, hey, man, just don't shake. I said, don't shake and don't spit. I'm going to get you to the shower, like, right now. Like, I'm going to help you. Just, you have to listen to me. Yeah. And then Stay he calm. shook again. People panic when they get hit with yeah. that. It's... He, and we'll get, so he shakes again. I'm like, do not shake. Then he went, and spit. And it, he spit right in my face. And I, you know, Lugie, you know, I absolutely lost it. Lost it. Yeah. Like, um, I pride myself. I wrote a book on emotional control. Like you can't make me mad. Yeah. And today I absolutely lost it. It was so bad that a lieutenant and an officer yeah. had to drag me physically out of the room away from this kid. I lost it. Yeah. I lost it. Tempers flare in that place all the time. Uh, Easy to lose control, but it's a controlled place. Controlled chaos. You get mad every day. It's kind of stuff it down. Right. And I have no problem with with the monster that's inside of any good man has a monster room. Like, like mm-hmm. Derek, you're capable of hurting somebody if you need to. Right. Muncie, you, you're the same. Yeah. I'm the same. There, that monster needs to be there. 
The only problem is, is when that monster's out of control, yeah. right? When that monster is out of control, like I was today, you have a serious problem. Yeah. I put my family in jeopardy. Yeah. Because if I, I mean, I was borderline. If you don't handle it right. If I don't handle it right. right. And I didn't handle it right. Yeah. If it wasn't for, get the bleep button ready. I'm going to bleep out his name. Yeah, we're ready. If it wasn't for Lieutenant, I would probably have been fired today. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, 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 it was not good. That's why we have backups, and that's why you're not there alone. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but anyway, good, so good all, all of that happens, right? I flip out, foaming at the mouth, screaming, trying to get at this kid yeah. who's cuffed, mm-hmm. and I'm going to kill him because yeah. he spit in my face. Yeah. Which is the most disrespectful thing you can have. Maybe yeah. it wasn't even intentional. It wasn't intentional. I it mean, wasn't. You're blinded. The you fact. See, it's the like your head's in a yeah. paper bag. Right. And you panic. There's yeah. panic. And he panicked. Himself. But I had told him right. what not to do. Right. Yeah. Um, when your wife says, calm down, do you actually calm down? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> so I flip out. I finally, I, they, they get me out of there. I rip my shirt off. I'm, I got OC all over me. Yeah. So I, I rip my shirt off, my hat. And I'm like, I'm just furious. Mm-hmm. And then I go, I wash my face off good. So I have, oh, I have pepper spray all over my hands. So I can't just run in there and wash my face. Right. That has spit all over it. Right. So first I have to wash my hands. Yeah. And then I have to put gloves on because you can't wash all that stuff off. Like my shower tonight is going to hurt. Yeah, it gets yeah. in your pores. Yeah. So I have to put gloves on and then wash my face. You can use milk. <laughs> no, it doesn't, that, that's a myth. That doesn't actually work. Take it, yeah. take, take it from the, the professionals that deal with that stuff all the time. That doesn't work. No. Um, Dawn dish soap is all right, but Dawn dish soap or baby shampoo because yeah. you can actually rub the baby shampoo in your eyes to get right. that oil out. Um, I calm down. Yeah. Right. So I have that moment of wrath explode out of me yeah. in a way that I have not. I have not acted like that in. I've never been that mad in like ten years. I don't think I've ever lost control like that. Yeah. I've been working on my self-development, my mindset and stuff for at least 10 years. Yeah. It's been a long time. Right. Um, and it just goes to show you, and what I want to point out is like all the stuff that we talk about mm-hmm. on here is a gradual process. Yeah. I'm somebody who's been consciously making an effort at all of this stuff for like a decade. Yeah. And I failed today. Yeah. I lost it. I lost control. Yeah. And it was embarrassing and I felt shame afterwards. Well, embarrassing because of what you're putting into it, but a lot of people in that scenario would have done 10 times worse, you know? It's... It, that's, that's possible. Yeah. But for me and for my standards, that was unacceptable behavior. Yeah. And I felt ashamed of it, and, but that shame is what helps you learn. Yeah. So what forces you to learn if you're a good man, yep. that shame. So if, while they're shaming, the act of shaming yeah. in our culture right now, mm-hmm. that's why you're seeing it degrade. Right. Shame is an important thing to feel because shame is going to bring about change. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're working on your mind and you're, and you're trying to, d- to develop your mind and develop your body, just know you're going to have setbacks. Mm-hmm. You're going to have things come to light. Yep. That are inside of you. There's angels and demons inside of every one of us. There's flesh and there's spirit. Yep. They can manifest in any way, at any time. Mm-hmm. Your conscious control is only so powerful at any given moment. You never know when it's gonna, when, when you're gonna flip. Yeah, we're gonna fight that battle. The best you can do is to consistently always be getting better. 
and know that when you do fail, like I failed today, that that's not the end. Like the the past 10 years of my life wasn't wasted just because I failed today. Today, the only failure would be if I didn't learn from that experience. And I've all day today, I've been putting myself through the ringer over it. Well, you can't learn if you don't fail. Exactly. There is nobody who does anything right the first time. We both teach our boys like this. Exactly. And and this part of reflection is extremely important because yeah. you're processing it and thinking right. about it. Right. And what you said too is when you first calmed down, sat down, you're like, man, disappointed in myself. Yeah, I was. I, I really was. The second that calm hits, that's the yeah. important first. Thing. And that's biblical. That's the sign. That's that's what when the Bible talks about wrath. Yeah. It talks about a quick anger that bubbles up and then quickly subsides. Yeah. So what I experienced today was an episode of wrath. Yeah. Which is a cardinal sin yeah and i don't like it no i don't want to be like that i haven't been like that yeah something today i don't know if it was the perfect it's a temper storm i lost it yeah it's not okay for your kids to do it and it's not okay for us to do it as adults right yeah that's how people you know that's how involuntary manslaughter happens Mm -hmm. right you know you just go into a rage and you're blind with hatred right even what you said you put your family at risk yeah you put your job at risk yeah something like that and i'm the breadwinner of the house. Yeah. If I lose my job, the whole thing comes crumbling down. Yeah. I can't have you around so. me that much more, so keep you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that's what happened to me at work today, and that's what, I mean, you guys can get out of my shitty experience. Yeah. When you're down, you're never out. Yeah. Not if you're doing the steps, not if you live in the gritty creed, not if you're doing all the things that are necessary to make you the best person that you can possibly be. Yep. You're never down and out. Yeah. Today was a rough one for me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to recover. I'll be stronger for it. Yep. As soon as I have to have the reflection and the introspection. Go yeah. home and wash it off. And get through that, yeah. and then I'll be better. Yep. But that's, that was my day today. All right. <laughs> it was a tough day. It was a tough day. Uh, All right. right. So let's get into Mr. Derek. Okay. Yep. Um, so you're a homesteader. What is homesteading? I would probably, my personal definition of it would be to, uh, because I also have a job or a couple jobs, but I, I use it to provide as much food and independence for my family as we possibly can. And it's, we teach this to our kids and I was brought up in a similar situation, we, we grew animals or raised animals and grew vegetables on a smaller scale. And, um, what do you have for acreage? We have two acres and I have some, uh, great neighbors who let us use some of their land as well to, uh, forage our animals on in the woods or in their fields. Mm -hmm. It takes a village. It does. Yeah, it does. And we work together. Yeah. So, um, we use pretty much every, every part of our two acres. We don't have a lot of love just freestanding lawn mm-hmm. there's probably 25 fruit trees and grapevines yeah. blueberry bushes hey. blackberries raspberries Whoa. Uh, um muncie real quick yep. go on instagram yeah and pull up pull up tree homestead just so we can show guys people the uh his his homestead take your time on it yep. uh and derek yeah ahead, continue uh, uh did i say beehives yep beehives yep. yesterday was pretty exciting did you know that our bees up and left yeah yeah that happens. It's weird. Yeah, I've been successful some years and unsuccessful other years. What was the I, uh, Instagram again? Sorry. 
the Tulip Tree Homestead. And you should give yourself a, a plug because you, you also will sell. We do sell some products. Some of your products. Yeah. So if we have an overage. Yep. And you guys have a commercial kitchen. You're, we have is registered. We have a residential kitchen for baked goods. Okay. So my wife can do, you know, anything baked that doesn't have to be refrigerated. Nice. Under the cottage license. Yep. And uh, jams and jellies. Nice. <clears throat> That's what that covers. So I really wanted to do this for um, my children. Yeah. You know, we, I bought this farm as, uh, as early as I could. My daughter was uh, one when we moved in. And she's been on my back, you know, in a carrier while we've been planting fields. And, you know. I just did it yesterday. I was stacking wood I heard. with cheese yeah. strapped to my chest. That's the best way to do it. It was tough. Uh, my, my youngest son's name is Wyatt, but everybody calls him Cheese. Yeah, it's a great nickname. So, yeah. But yeah. I know, I know that feeling of being with the kids and having to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good for them. It's good for us. And I see it in a lot of, a lot of uh, family-run farms. You know, the mothers and fathers are working side by side with the kids. I have tons of pictures of my kids at, in diapers planting and yep. pulling fruits and filling baskets and... It's fun. And these kids are getting a better education from you teaching them how to survive right. and make their own food right. and be healthy than any school anywhere in the country and they have a can different, teach them. They have a different appreciation for food because they see what it takes to raise it and where it comes from. Can, we, can we talk about the, the disassociation between people and their food? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, Go not, all, not all food comes from Walmart. Yeah. You know, it's just not that simple. Yeah. Right. And we all, everybody alive today, well, except for little babies, went through a period just two years ago where you walked into a grocery store and there were no eggs or there was no chicken or toilet paper or these yeah. simple things that you just take for granted. Hey, when COVID kicked off, we didn't leave the house for six weeks. I didn't care. Yeah, I remember. I mean, we have, we can bake our bread. We can make pasta. We can, uh, you know, we have canned vegetables in the basement. We have chickens for eggs. We have meat walking around out in the woods. I have a butcher shop in the barn. Yep. There's Get that just, big freezer. Yeah, there's just no reason to leave. Yeah, that's the, and that's that. That's freedom. Yeah, that's, true. that's freedom. Absolutely. Um, so you guys use the grocery store for items of convenience or items of luxury, and well, almost only or. Have you gotten to that point yet where you don't, obviously in the, in, in an end of day scenario, you guys will get by just fine with what you got. Yeah. I mean, you change the way you live. Right. To, you change, you, you, yeah, you, to accommodate you, the times. Because you, you don't need bananas and you don't need avocados right. and you can, you know. Just could you, like, could you, are you able at this point to live somewhat comfortably without the comforts of the grocery store? Are you at that level? I think we could. I think Probably. you are. I think you're pretty close. Yeah, I think we'd be really close. But like, who doesn't love some ketchup on a hot dog? Yeah, but I mean, ketchup's not hard to make. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've made it before. Have you? Made mayonnaise. Would, I, yeah. Make me some ketchup. I'd love to try it. All right. I mean, it's not Heinz. It yeah, doesn't. No, yeah, no, yeah. But, yeah, I think we'd be okay. I mean, you make changes. It's seasonal. Right. So, you know, you're not eating apples in June. Right. And, and you're not obviously like bananas and like I said, avocados, right. uh, you know, sugar is hard to get. So you have to come up with a different way. The bees. Yeah. The bees, you can use honey or, you know, uh, beetroot. You can dry beets out. They're really sweet. Um, I would have thought of that. So 
just to get back on track on the food uh, disassociation that people have, yeah. a lot of people think that they walk, they, they don't realize they walk into Walmart and they buy something. They, they think it's just there. They don't realize the process that goes into every piece of meat, every egg that, yeah. that they're buying. They're just, it's just there for them. All they have to do is drive their fat asses from their homes to Walmart right. and they get into a little cart like this and then they drive in and then they grab their stuff that's all that these people understand it's all they know they have no idea the amount of work right the amount of poison that's going into the that those types of foods the hormones the the antibiotics the pesticides the herbicides all that stuff the carbon footprint i mean if if you care about the environment even a little bit you know what it takes to refrigerate apples for nine months yeah all apples in the world grow at the same time they don't grow in chile in the off season. So right. if you're eating an apple in August, it was picked last September wow. and kept in cold storage. I never knew that. I yeah. never would have thought of that. So, I mean, and that's just one small thing. You know, you buy Not a to mention that comes from California. That right. stayed in a refrigerator for weeks and then went in a refrigerated truck 3,000 miles across the country so that you could buy it. I was just going to say the regional food items that need to be shipped the amount of fossil fuels or the carbon footprint behind that. Like, like you see these vegans, a lot of times vegans are also climate alarmists. They talk about the climate and they talk about how to be vegan, but they vegans, a staple in their diet is the avocado. The avocado isn't on the East coast. No. So you have to ship that. So one of your ideologies has to go. You either care about animals and don't want to harm them, Mm -hmm. which that's fine if you if that's why you're vegan. Yeah. Okay, I can see it. It's not easy doing what we, right. what we do, mm-hmm. um, but you can't also complain about the carbon footprint because you are a contributor. You're at shipping that point. your food around the world, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's huge. But yeah, people don't understand that. Like, or you get chicken breast in the in the little packages from the. It just doesn't look like chicken. No. Doesn't look yeah. like a, like a like a bird, you know what I mean? It looks like just breast. People have no idea, yeah. or they just like have suppressed right. this yeah. this this idea of that that was an animal that somebody had to kill yeah. in process. I can't tell you how many arguments I've had with people over the years because I also hunt, and you know, plenty of people who eat meat are speaking of that. Hunters. I'm sorry. Did you see the deer my dad got? He won't show me because he doesn't want me going after it. Massive. No, he bagged him. He didn't send you a picture. What do you mean he bagged him? A 14-pointer. Yeah. Bigger than the one from last year. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't shoot it yet. Yeah. When? He got it uh, this morning, I think. No. Yeah. He said he had a picture of it on his camera. No, he's got it. Yeah, he was talking about it when we were just over there. Oh, yeah. All right. Massive. You, you're buying breakfast. I, I've never seen a deer that not big. over yet. It's still beginning. I've never seen a deer that big up here. Well, it's not the biggest one around. <laughs> <laughs> never is. <laughs> anyway, so you, you hunt. So I hunt back on track and, uh, you know, plenty of people who eat meat have had arguments with me over the years about that. I shouldn't go in the woods and kill an animal. Yeah. Well, this is an animal that has a a perfectly good chance to evade me and, Mm -hmm. and has an advantage over me all day. They, you know, they can smell you from a thousand yards away. They can see you, they can hear you, uh, you know, and if you eat meat from a food lot, this animal has no chance. It was born in captivity, yeah. and it stays in a, as small of a cage as possible that's allowed by law. To keep it tender. To yeah. keep, well, or to just keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I had a friend, he worked for me years ago. His uncle raised chickens for Purdue Farms. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows Purdue. You know, yeah. biggest ones around. Probably the yep. second biggest 
uh, chicken provider in the country. Sure. So he had five chicken houses on his property in South Carolina. And every two weeks, they would wash these chicken houses out. And each one could house fifteen to 20,000 chicks. Wow. Wow. So they bring in fifteen to 20,000 chicks. They feed them a liquid steroid diet for two to three weeks. And then they cart them all off. And then they start over again. So no, wow. no grain, no free range, just... No, nope. just liquid steroid. Sun, never any sunlight. No, you know, just a couple of fans. So when you eat food, this is Walmart chicken, by the way. Yeah, yeah. specifically meat. When you eat meat, you eat what that animal has eaten. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you're talking about a chicken who's been fed antibiotics, antibiotics and liquid steroids exclusively. Yeah. That I w- I wonder what the levels are of steroid inside of that meat because it's got to be it's got to be astronomical yeah how does that affect our hormones or right you know, that's got to be unchecked yeah well i mean you just look at you know little girls that are eight or nine years old that are starting you know going through these changes that they never did until they were 13 or 14 yeah, yeah. you know 50 60 75 years ago yep. actually we have some um we have some what would you call it? Uh, studies from the yeah, we have a uh, we have a few studies queued up. Um, most of it goes back to the pesticides and everything else. Yep. Not, we don't have hormonal stuff. But no, uh, there's nothing the atrazine. So that's all hormones based, but yep. that definitely affects oh, okay. the hormones. Yeah, we definitely check. We, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll into that shortly. Oh, that's in the drinking water. That's different. Oh yeah, yeah, well, that and the uh, fluoride and the fluoride in the water. Yeah. Um, did you were you able to find Tulip Tree Homestead? Not even on my phone. Okay. The way I looked it up. It's all right. Um, do you need me to send it to him? Yeah, email him a link okay. to the Real Grit Podcast at gmail.com. I can look it up. So go ahead, ask me the next question. Um, okay. Let me open up my book. I got a bunch of stuff written down. We got a few, uh, few questions. Yeah. So how much time out of your day would you say is spent working on your property? Like how, like what's the, what's the actual, um, investment as far as money? We'll go, we'll go, let's say how much have you spent? That's a fun conversation. Right. Yeah. And if you're, if you're comfortable with it, I don't want, I mean, if you, if you're like, Oh, I spent $6 million. I want the IRS coming after you or anything. I have actually have no idea how much I've spent, but I can tell you right now that it's not to save money. It is not cheaper to live the way that we live. It would be much easier and cheaper to go to Walmart. Why would our food? Why would anything better for you be cheaper than the poison? Exactly. That the elites are trying to feed you. Look at of how much. Of course, they're going to make that shit cheaper. Yeah. Because it's going to kill you, and they want you dead. Just look at the fact that it's cheaper to buy uh, a twenty-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola than it is to buy a gallon of water. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um. So. You definitely spent some serious money. Yeah. I know you have because I, I see what goes into yep. our smaller stuff, our smaller scale stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you really want to get a good idea of what it costs to homestead, the best thing I can tell anybody that's watching would be to just go to a farmer's market yeah. and see what it costs for organically, uh, non-chemical, non-GMO, pastured food. Right. I mean, it's $30 a pound for a steak. Yeah. So if you have to grow that animal... Well, I was going to say, like, our, our meat chickens that we do, yeah, 
you had about $5 a pound in them, and they were dressing out at $7 a pound. Who's paying $35 for a chicken? Yeah. And, and we do sell some, and there are people who yeah. do buy it at 7 or $8 a pound, but they're and, very specific, and the audience is small. Right. Here's something that's incredible to me that I didn't realize until we started doing this. Chicken does have a taste. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real chicken has a taste. Right. The stuff that you buy from the store is Liquid. bland and garbage. Liquid steroids. I did not know... I've never tasted chicken yeah. until we raised the meat chickens on the farm. It's impossible to go back to yeah. oh, store-bought meat when you had. had. Yeah. I mean, yeah. chicken's probably one different of the different biggest. Different. And the eggs. Yeah. When you crack an egg oh. and the yolk stands up and yeah. it's bright orange, yeah. there's nothing like it. You go to a, a, a diner and you eat an egg and it's yeah. it's like... Well, how old yellow. How old are the eggs at the diners? How old are the eggs in the grocery store, do you think? That, how, how, what do you, how old do you think they are? I just read something about this in the last couple of weeks, and it said that uh, a farm, a, a commercial farm, can hold on to their eggs for up to two months before they ship them to a grocery store wow. yeah. or, or a warehouse. So good. you could buy eggs that are 60 days old in the grocery store. Yeah. That's at a minimum. That's at a minimum. Yeah. That's at a minimum. Yeah. You could be buying eggs that are 90 days old. Because yeah. by the time, that's just to get, to get them to the warehouse. Yeah. Then so, they got to ship them to the store. Yep. And Those eggs have to be washed. Day. They have to be washed in a bleach solution. Yeah, bleach solution, yep. To, to kill any bacteria on the outside of the shell. Yeah. And only in the United States is that a thing. Well, because when you take a farm fresh egg, it can sit on the counter for six to eight weeks. I was say, talk without, about the bloom. Un, without refrigeration. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's protected by its own uh, bloom. Good bacteria, yeah. we'll call it that. Okay. But it is a bloom. So if you don't wash the egg off, if you don't wash it off at all, it's good for six to eight weeks on the counter. Yeah, not refrigerated. Not refrigerated. Yeah. And then you can put them in the refrigerator for two months after that. Right. Yeah. So when you go to the grocery store, what are you getting? Yeah, then you have bleach solution and all this stuff. that They wash your chicken with bleach. Yep. They wash your meat with bleach. Yeah. They inject your chicken with a, a salt solution to keep it, you know, and to weight it so that it lasts longer. There's just so much about the food industry that people don't even want to know. Yeah, just well, and that's that. I'm glad you said that because that's a huge factor in uh, all aspects of what we do yeah. and what you do right. is willful ignorance. Right. Yeah. You tell people things they don't want to know them because they want to continue to live in this simple way. Yeah. And everything that is good in life is hard to is hard. Yeah, they don't want to come out of that bubble right. and find there's out. There's nothing. Too. There's nothing in life. Yeah. That is. Easy and also good. There's not one thing. Marriage is not easy. No. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good. Yeah. Homesteading, taking care of your body, yeah. and what you're putting into your body is not easy. No. Right. Therefore, it is good. Yeah. You know, you know what's easy? Going to Walmart for your food and buying ho-hos and sitting down and eating them, playing your video games. So that's not good. And that's be good because it's easy. That's nothing it. easy. Is good. Big yeah. percentage of our population does exactly what you just said. Yep. Yeah. You know, in, in uh, sedentary lifestyle, indoors all the time, yep. eating garbage, and that's why we have a forty to fifty percent obesity rate in this country. Yep. Yeah. And it's sad. And I see these people. Yeah. I see these people. They're walking into the in, into the to the Wendy's, the the Taco Bell. Yep. Not walking, driving th- driving their car through the drive through, getting their food, being fat as can be yep. in their car and they're going to walk into their house. And he, like the reason I get so mad about the obesity issue yep. is that I love them. 
Yeah. Right. And 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 I know there's potential in everybody. Right. Yeah. And they're wasting it. They're mm-hmm. wasting such a gift that is life. Yeah. Right. We've talked about this yeah. uh, last week. The gift of life is being wasted on these people because either they're willfully ignorant or they're just regular ignorant and need to listen to this show. Yeah. Well, this is a fairly new trend in this country because if you look at pictures from the 60s and 70s and even the early 80s, like just pick a beach, everybody in there bathing suits, they're pretty fit. Yeah. So Rated. in the last 20 to 30 years, we've gone from maybe a 5 to 10% rate to where we are. We don't know. I mean, we, ha- we have an idea of the long-term effects. Yeah. But as a country, these people don't know how long their lives are going to be, yeah. how much they've shortened their lifespan by being... Or, or elongated know, the misery, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Because we have such a longer uh, life expectancy now, but when you're looking at the obesity rates and the... Well, they, they say now that this generation alive will be the first generation to not live as long as their parents. Really? And that has to do with our food and our health. Yeah, well, the food is a huge aspect. Do you know why our life expectancy is up? Because infant mortality is down. Exactly. Really? That's what I was gonna say. That's that's like when they say, "Oh, the average age, uh, the average lifespan was forty years in the Middle Ages." That's because a lot of babies died. And and you have to factor that in. Yeah. And mothers died. In and mothers died in childbirth and stuff. So you had a lot of young people dying because there wasn't proper medicine. Right. Yeah. But it's not because people weren't growing to be eighty yeah. or ninety years old. Yeah. Yep. It was because of the infant mortality, yeah. and that's offsetting not the fact that we have good medical now and. and it's rare to yeah. die in childbirth yeah. right. or for, you know, for stillborns or whatever. Right. It's a lot more rare. Okay. And so we're seeing that rate. Yeah, the low end of the spectrum's changing, so it right. offsets the whole, uh, right. the whole numbers. Makes sense. I was, in, um, I was in the Netherlands about a month ago for work, and I get off the plane in uh, the Amsterdam airport, and you can instantly see the difference when you leave the country. There's just no obesity. And really? everybody's Incredible. riding their bikes and walking everywhere. They eat healthy. And trust me, they're eating bread, and they're eating pasta, and they're eating meat. Yep. They're eating all the things that these uh, funny diets in this country tell you not to eat. There's, yeah. there's no thing that carbs ruin you. I mean, God, look at how much bread the Italians eat yeah. and right. pasta. They live on this stuff. They use a different type of, of wheat, too, and I'm sure with... It's, or, it's more organic. Yeah. It's non-GMO. The, I the mean, pesticides we use are outlawed in almost every other country. 26 yeah. countries have yeah. outlawed yeah. Yeah. Um, Monsanto. Yeah. Everything in moderation, too. Too, but it's, yeah, it's like Singanet or something they go by. Yeah. The problem with the like nutrition industry and the dietitians is that they'll say, like, oh, carbs make you fat. Or like carbs will 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 add fat to your to your body. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's not true. It's only if you're in a caloric surplus, or if you're sitting with your feet up on the coffee that's table. That's what I mean. If you're eating all these carbs and you're not expelling the energy, right? Then yeah. of course you're going to get fat. It's not because of the carb. Exactly. It's because you're a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. That's really why. Yeah. Right. So what do you want to do? Do you want to no longer eat delicious pasta and breads, so you can? lay down and be kind of healthy and not ever move or do anything? Or would you rather just, like, get up, go outside, work out, go for a walk so you can eat all that stuff? I'd rather earn the carbs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, after I go out and, you know, split wood for an hour or two, I'm going to eat a plate of pasta. Absolutely. And I don't even feel guilty about it. I don't really drink anymore. Right. Only, 
only times I drink is when I'm with you, really. And last week on the on the podcast. Yeah. But um Cheers, boys. I don't like I had a, I had a rough day today. I'll indulge a little bit. Right? I'm in the gym every day. I work out every day. Yeah. And I don't believe in rewarding myself with behavior that I'm trying to eradicate from my life. Right. Right. So like if I go to the gym every day for a month, I'm not gonna reward myself by giving myself a day off. Yeah. The only reward is to continue. Yeah. Right. Right. But like something like what happened today, my, this is my reward. Yeah. Well, I earned my paycheck today. Delayed gratification, if you right. will. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's plenty of people who take all their rewards yeah, and they don't earn any of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I saw about maybe 25 or 30 cars in the uh, Chick fil A drive through on the way here. So yeah. those are the people. Yeah. yeah. Chick fil A is delicious, but that's Ugh. one of those things that somebody who's eaten it once or twice a week. Moderation. And now, right, months. Now that you've you've you curated this show for us, right? Yep. So you've done. You did all the research. Yeah. You read all the articles. Yeah. You read all the studies, no, like in depth. What happened to you when you read all that stuff? What changed in your well, mind in your life? Like how 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 much did it impact you? Oh, it was mind blown. I was truly mind blown because he he wanted me to pull up a few things about uh, the pesticides and then fluoride. Yeah. And uh, one of the things you see about the pesticides, the um, Okay, start getting, get, yeah, get so, it up. We'll get into it a little bit. One was it the uh, atrazine? Yeah. The biggest thing you see about atrazine is um, Alex Jones going nuts and it's turning our frogs gay. It's making our frogs gay. But uh, I actually looked it up and I was like, well, no wonder that's the biggest thing that covers it up is Alex Jones losing his mind about it. Yeah. Because it doesn't make our frogs gay. It turns frogs transgender. Right. And to the point that they can have babies that are viable offshoots it messes with our endocrine system so much that it will fully and, and this is in a real scientific journal too yeah, just real, so everybody yeah, knows yeah, have, he's I, gonna pull it up yeah so the first two I actually have pulled up um one of them is uh, a letter from the epa or sorry the uh california uh geez where is it it's the uh a long long letter name from california they put all those uh warnings on stuff that you know this contains cancer stuff like lead warnings things like that which as you everybody knows california gets all the warnings yeah, Cal- yeah. it's the california environmental protection agency yep um is their hit, letter make sure hit, hit the button so that, so that the people so look at it yep so it is a letter from them to the epa basically asking how they want uh how they want them to phrase their warning labels because their prop 65 requires the listing at a minimum of chemicals that the IARC, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, places in certain classifications. And in 2015, the IARC placed glyphosate in a classification that mandated their listing uh, of the chemical under Prop 65 basically saying it has the ability, if not the full-blown capacity, to cause cancer in products that contain glyphosate, which is the most common... uh, Herbicide. The most common herbicide. It's in those, you know, one you buy at the grocery store or one that a farmer... It's where where GMOs come from. Yes. Well, no, that's that's different. They GMO a product so that they can spray it with glyphosate and not kill the plant. That does come up. People don't understand that. Right. Just real quick. Yeah. G- genetically modified foods 
are genetically modified to resist the herbicide that's being broadcast over them. Right. Because yes. instead of having to go and spray the individual weeds in between the plants, right. now they can broadcast spray from a hel- from a from an airplane. Yeah. This glyphosate. Yeah. Okay, which is a carcinogenic, uh, a carcinogen. Yep. Right. According to California, California is going so far as to ask the feds, "How do we do this without?" Freaking everybody out. Well, How should I word? They even say it because um, the EPA conducted their own study that said it wasn't, but then this international committee said it does. Right. So they're basically going against each other, and obviously the EPA is a three-letter government agency that's yeah. you know, probably taking money so, on the back end. So just just question. The GMOs, hold on real quick. Okay. So what they've done is they've taken these plants, they've modified them to be resistant yeah. to that... That uh, that herbicide, yes, not to be confused with a hybrid. That's, that's yeah, right. That's different. Yeah, that is- so, but what that means is that all that GMO food is covered yes. in glyphosate. Yep, and it and it leaches into and the it leaches water. into the groundwater, and it absorbed yep. inside of the corn. Or whatever it is. Everything you eat that's everything. sprayed with it. It's because cellular. Right. Yes. So the, you have a lot of, I'm sure you know people who claim to have um, like a gluten allergy or, a, or a, they can't eat bread because that's not a gluten allergy. That's, we spray so much glyphosate on the wheat in this country that you have an intolerance to the chemicals. Yeah. On. And if you go to another country that doesn't use that herbicide, yeah. you can eat all the bread you want. Well, it's, yeah, I know not people, be I know people who can eat those products with the, you can buy that wheat or the flour from those countries as long as it's labeled. They exactly. can eat those products made with it. Exactly. Yeah. Because they're not having, uh, they're not having a reaction to um, wheat. To the wheat, they're having a reaction to the glyphosate. Yeah. And just so people know, the 26 countries that have banned glyphosate and GMOs yeah. are all first world countries. We're talking about all of Europe. Europe. Yeah. Europe did it in like 2003 or Russia. Russia just did it. Well, Russia's like one of the most organic countries in the world. Yeah. And I don't want to step on, you know, the whole anti-Russia thing, but yeah. they do a really good job of providing most of their own food for their citizens yeah. and they're really careful about what they eat. I'll say it and get it on the podcast on the on the record. Yeah. I don't believe that Russia's the bad guy at all yeah. on the world stage. No. I really do not believe it. Yeah. Because all the people who hate me and all the people who want us dead and hurt and in pain yeah, are so backing Ukraine and are so anti-Russia. You're not going to hear about Ukraine anymore. That's that, a different issue. Yeah, now. but, but they, 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 that I can't, I can't believe it. I won't, I won't believe it because these people are liars. Yeah. And you don't know what kind of propaganda you're getting through, through the media. I believe that Putin, it's possible that Putin saved us from a second major pandemic. Really? I believe so. Because he was saying, but you'll see the mainstream media, you have to dig to find Putin's speeches. Yeah. But he was saying that the reason that they went in wasn't just the NATO issue, that was part of it. Yeah. But it was the bio labs on the Russian border that, that he got word really? dealing with these, these bio weapons. Yeah. And he, he said, get them off our border. And they didn't do it. So that's why. Win it. Yeah. Well, also, you have to think about if you were to ask anyone in Russia what they think of the United States, you'd get the same exact answer of anyone that you ask in the United States what they think about Russia. Right. Our government tells us how to feel, yeah. and their government tells them how to feel. Sure. Yeah. So we don't know the truth, and they don't know the truth. Right. And let's just all know that we're all propagandized. Right. Yeah. We are. At the end of time. But what's the, like the way out 
of that is to understand that we're all humans. Yeah. Some of us have better morals, better values than others. That's not, that's, that's, I mean, that's very obvious after Hamas took the heads off of infants, right? Some of us are good. Some of us are evil. Yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, we are all human beings, Mm -hmm. right? The importance of recognizing that is that like even the Palestinians right now, we all stuff going on in Israel, the, the Palestinian civilian right. yeah. is not bad. No. They're caught in the crossfire. Right. Yeah. They're being used as shields. Yeah. We don't hate, like there's no hate there for, from me for them. Yeah. But the people that are associated closely with them, Hamas, chopping the heads off a baby, yo, raping, raping women, raping women mm-hmm. wood chipper. Yeah. You know, they deserve, yeah. but the evil needs to be eradicated. Yeah. It's okay to just to, to fight hate and to want peace and not pick a side. Yeah. You don't have to, there is, you know, none of us win when there's any war. The only people who win are, you know, the military industrial war machine and crooked politicians, crooked politicians. Bingo. Yeah, you there nailed it. No, there's no crooked politicians. No, no. they all have <laughs> they, the best interests at heart. Yeah, sure. they anybody, all care about us. Anybody, I said this on the car ride here. Yep. I said, anybody who says I stand with Palestine yep. or I stand with Israel or I stand with Ukraine, okay, go stand with them. Yeah. Yeah. What that means is that you stand with them. Go. So yep. go to the go to Gaza. Go fight with them. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, go to Gaza. And you stand with them. Right. And then I'll believe you. I'll at least have respect for you. Yeah. But as of right now, as you, it's very easy to stand with causes yeah. from, the, from, from your cozy-ass living room, yeah. watching TV, yeah. and watching people die Changing on CNN. Well, they ju- yeah, they just pick... Profile the, picture. Yeah. Yeah. They just pick whichever one of their friends is following whatever yeah. on yeah. Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Yeah. And they say, oh, well, so-and-so, you know whatever influencer said yeah. that this is a bad thing. Yeah. Quick, let's make the bumper stickers. I got to get this on my car, you know? Let's yeah. The yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 If you fly, I see it a lot. Yeah. Not so much now, but if you fly a Ukraine flag and no American flag. Yeah. Yeah. Or you fly the Ukraine flag over the American flag. Right. Yeah. That, or any flag. Or any flag. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're from that country. The alphabet yeah. people flag. Yeah, that any flag. Yeah, that that is against flag code because you can fly the POW MIA flag mm-hmm. underneath. You can fly your state flag underneath, right. but the the U.S. flag has to take precedence. Right. Yeah. That flag means equality and justice for all. Yeah. Right. And you're gonna fly another if you fly another flag above our flag. Yeah. You should be deported to the country that you flew the flag for. Yeah. Even if you're a U.S. citizen, you should be deported out. Yeah. If you fly a Ukraine flag. And there's not an American flag above it. You should be deported to Ukraine. Go fight for them if you love them so much. You know what used to happen is people would come to your house and talk to you, investigate you for communism or right. something else because why are you support this other country more than right. you? Right, yeah. <sighs> not I, that I agree with I got this. fired up a little bit there. I got, right. Let's get back on topic. So, All right. So we're going to come back to it. We actually have the EPA website um, with their recommendations and warnings for glyphosate, which is the most common, uh, commonly used... Uh, pesticide. And you'll see here, uh, EPA scientists have performed an independent, you can put that in quotes, evaluation of available data for glyphosate and found there's no risks of concern to human health for, from current uses of glyphosate. 
let's say products used according to label directions do not result in risks to children or adults. Do you know who makes glyphosate? Uh, wouldn't it be Monsanto was there? The yes, yeah. Monsanto. Yeah. Do you know who owns Monsanto? No. Who? Bayer. Really? So the company that makes all the medicines to make yeah. you better from glyphosate yep. also makes the poison. That's, that's well, when you can, I didn't know that. Even with all the research I did, I didn't know they <laughs> them. When you, when, when you already have a cure yeah. and you can create the need for that cure, yeah. you can become as wealthy as, as anybody has ever been. Even if it isn't in that order, if you create a problem and come up with a solution for that problem right. and you keep the 99% of the time, like do you, all right, the COVID vaccine. Do you think that vaccine wasn't already developed before they released the virus? Of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. There's no way that vaccine gets made that fast. It's yeah. not possible. No. By five different companies in five right. different labs. Yeah, but then they refused to look at a medicine that already... Yeah, you know, they in said, ivermectin, yeah. they called Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, he's they said he was eating uh, horse dewormer. Yeah, like yeah. there's no way that they didn't already have that vaccine. And do you know how many? This is why Russell Brand got canceled. Yeah, there's 40 new big pharma billionaires yeah. created through that's unbelievable COVID. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And guess whose money paid for the vaccine? Mine, yours, yours. Yeah. The U.S. taxpayer paid for the vaccine, reaped none of the benefits, while 40 people became billionaires. We got nothing. Not a single kickback, not a, not a penny, right. nothing. All we got is 50% taxes. Keep paying your shit so we can give it to Ukraine, so we can make these vaccines and profit and steal your money. All they do is steal our wealth constantly, and we all sit there playing video games, watching football, cool. drinking with our buddies, and none of us... Fight it. None of us start podcasts. None of us start talking to people. None of us do fucking anything yeah. to fight these sons of bitches. Yeah. That they rob us of our wealth. Well, they do. And your health. How many, what are we on the 15th booster, 16th booster? It's finally got approved for kids, which. God, I get fired up, man. Doing to them, you know? Let's well, get back on track again. I'm sorry. I'm, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. I get a lot of. It's fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I get, fu- I get fired up, though. It's, it's okay. Yeah, you're a passionate man. Yeah. Sorry. So from the EPA website, I had a bunch we could have pulled up, but ecological one, because I think that goes to a lot of... Um, Where we left off with this was them claiming that there was no risk. Yeah, right? no... Uh, do, you no have the, do you have the pictures of the guys who spray the, the glyphosate no, in their spacesuits? I, could probably, I could probably pull one up. Yeah, that's pretty important, because yeah. you can eat the food, but you can't breathe it in. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, it's, we go to... Go ahead. They have uh, no indication that children are more sensitive... Keyword, there's more. Yeah, so a lot of this is keywords and phrasing. Um, where, did, where is it? Here we go. This is the one I found interesting. Um, as part of the human uh, health risk assessment, the agency evaluated all populations, including infants and children and women of childbearing age, and found no risks. Here it is. No risks of concern from ingesting food with glyphosate residues. No risks of concern. But it's been traced into blood. It's crossed the blood-brain barrier. Yes. It's been traced into breast milk. Yeah. I mean, they find residues of it in dead corpses yes. that are in the ground. Yeah. Look at look at the very, very careful wording. Yes. This whole whole page is full that of tells it. you that tells you all you there's no risks of concern. Yeah. So who gets to decide if it's concerning or not? Yeah. Well, because uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Study because independent if, study from them, quote unquote. Yeah, they're, they're they're independent study. So so a select group of 
scientists who are likely on the payroll. So I just want to get to make the decision. I don't show me the data. I don't like. So that's one of the biggest thing is all of the independent ones that I look at. They have data, research, everything to show the negatives. The EPA website that's designed to calm you down about this. There are zero links to studies. Right. They have a link to how they conduct the studies. Good luck getting it to work, dude. I went for 30 minutes of, oh, this link doesn't work. Yep. Oh, this link, all government websites. I was like, how is that even a thing? All science research is yeah. only as, is, is as good as the people paying for the research. Yep. Exactly. That's yeah. it. Actual independent studies show the negative side effects. Can you, can you Google, there was, a, a, yeah. there was a sugar study done back in the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to find it, but it was, it came out about 15 years later that the scientists were all paid fifty thousand dollars to falsify falsify the reports and tell people that sugar was good for them, That's and this was a government study. Yeah, it's, I got the first one. It's actually from NPR. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. What, what do you think is happening right now with climate? So there's it's a proven, the exact there's a science is same as good as the people who thing. pay for there's it. A proven thing about the climate ones. Uh, there was a lady who had come out. Um, about climate climate change and that we're causing it, and she took off. People loved her studies. Then she did more research, which is what a good scientist does, and she came out against it. And they nullified her from the scientific community. And she went went as far as saying like anybody who goes out and does climate research is getting big money to say what they want to hear. Can we go down this rabbit hole a little bit? Because I just want to ask you guys a question. Yeah, sure. sure. What is the percentage of carbon? In our atmosphere, is it point zero? Wait, wait, because oh. I want Muncie to answer it. Too. Oh, okay, five percent, ten percent. I've looked it up. It is incredibly low. It's point zero four percent. Yeah, I was going to say point okay. zero five. So at point zero two percent, everything dies. Yeah, and at point zero three percent, which is what they said we were the best at. Yeah. Okay, everything's fine. Do you know what plants grow the best at? What? Craig should know this because he's grown plants for a living before. Probably about parts point per oh, point oh five. No, a million four hundred parts per million, which is point zero four percent, is the best amount of carbon for plants. Wow. So, do you know what's happened in the last seventeen years? We've had an immense amount of greenery show up on this planet wow. that's never been here so, since humans were here. It's unbelievable. It's a, what do plants do? We've seen a global greening. Yes. is what they call it. So, really? what do plants do? A global greening. They turn carbon. Into oxygen. oxygen. Yeah. So the more carbon there is, the more plants we get. Yeah. This shit will balance itself out. Yeah. To think, all right, How I'm sure that humans are not doing the world a favor yeah. by burning so. oil and coal and trash and the tire field. Can, and I, challenge, can I challenge you on that real quick? Wait, I'm not done. Okay, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. But to think that we can ruin this planet in right. 100 years of industrialization yeah. is complete and utter arrogance. Well, it's even worse. Absolutely it is. How much we contribute to those uh, anti-pollution things and our uh, recycling contributions. But our biggest recycling contribution is selling our trash to wealthy European countries that burn our, like Sweden. We sell our garbage or recyclables to Sweden and they burn it. Or to Southeast Asia where they just dump it in the ocean. Yeah, and they have less than 2% of what we recycle actually gets recycled. Yeah, they have zero... uh, Anti, anti-pollution, anti-recycling you know recycling contributions. Yeah. If you go over there, you have a family of six. I think I might have said this to you, Craig. Family of six driving around on a moped. Then you got 
diesel trucks with no catalytic converters from the right. 60s drive around their smokestacks from the fact they're smog we have warnings in like california or other states with big uh you know big production yeah well bad smog level heavy traffic right you can have one of those 24 7 in those countries right. that are non-stop the air you breathe is just horrendous order. yeah talking about poison yeah talking about poison right so i got that i got that study uh right here we'll pull main screen See right here. And, and if you think that this was the last time that this happened, yeah. well, you need to crawl back into your cave. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did the same thing with aspartame. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how that's the only way you got FDA approval was that there was an FDA high ranking uh, uh, person, inspector, or whatever. whatever he might have been, but he was high ranking. He was like, he was like admin. Yeah. Right. Who, who was on the board for the company that made aspartame. So of course, it's going to pass it. Yeah, but course. aspartame did not pass a single clinical trial. It yeah. killed and gave cancer to every single rat they fed it to. That's every true. one. Not one rat did not get cancer yeah. from aspartame. And it's in your uh, is diet why, sodas. sodas it, yeah. Which is why airline pilots are not allowed to drink diet sodas because really? it causes strokes. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's poison. So, poison. So, uh, poison. Your food is poison. Well, your body knows what to do with real sugar yeah. and real ingredients. Yep. It does not know what to do with anything synthetic. Yeah. Which as, is, long, as long as you maintain a healthy level of activity in your life, yeah. sugar is not all that bad for you. Well, what I want you to White sugar. The, natural, natural. Natural sugars. Yeah, I want you to remember is what you said about the rats and how it caused cancer, terrible effects on all these rats. Yeah. It'll come back up when we talk about fluoride. Yeah. The American Dental Association writes a letter to the National Toxicity Association, something like that. Yeah. It's unbelievable that they're trying to push, you know, anti or opposite propaganda the way yeah. they do. Yeah. All right. But real quick, we got the... In, nine, in the 1960s, the sugar industry funded research that downplayed the risks of sugar and highlighted the hazards of fat, according to a newly published article in the JAMA Internal Medicine. It basically says they were quietly paid scientists to point the blame at fat. Instead of sugar. So this is just an it's example just, of how science can be funded by the wrong people yeah. exactly. to get the information that they want to show. Yeah. So if you pay a, a scientist to tell somebody that glyphosate is not bad for them, of course they're going to do it. Find out who paid for the science, and you'll find out the right. real answer. You, if you in in any scenario, if you want to find the oh, there's the guy in the suit, and I and I said yeah, and I said uh, to Muncie today, I said um, that I'm an astute, and I am an astute observer. Of everything that goes around me all, yeah. all the time. So if you want to figure out what's going on around you, just find the money and then follow it. Right. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. Yeah. You find the money, you follow where it goes, and these people are smart. It goes all different ways, and you can trace it all the way back. When you trace it all the way back, the place that, or, that it originates is usually some royal-blooded family yeah. who is out to kill you, yeah. to dominate you, to enslave you. Yeah. They, they, don't believe that you're, they don't believe that you're any better than a cockroach. Yeah. That's, the reason, that's the reason Israel and Palestine are, are in war right now. Yeah. We're all batteries. It's because they want it to be that yeah. way. Yeah. That scene in the Matrix where all yeah. the people are just right. in their little pods. Right, yeah. That's what we are. Yeah. 
You're in control. We're here to make money for the government. And without us, they don't have anything. The Matrix is a real thing. I talked to an officer that works with us. His name, get ready. His name is Akpan. And he that is, horrendous, the beep. <laughs> is from like Nigeria. Okay. <laughs> Niger- so he bought uh, six acres for 3,000 US dollars. Wow. In Nigeria? In Nigeria. And he built what I can only assume by the video. Yeah. He built a 15,000 square foot house for $80,000. Yeah. And so he goes, oh, I, I said, oh, so once that's all paid for, you're like, all you got left to do is pay taxes. There's no taxes. He goes, no, no he t- goes, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, that's all paid for in cash. Yeah. And there's no taxes. Right. I what? own that. Right. Yeah. You don't own anything. I don't own anything. You don't own anything. You don't own anything. No American owns a single thing yeah. while the government's stealing all of our money. Oh, you rent it. Pay, pay $600,000 for your house, pay it off, and then don't pay that, was it? Thirty thousand. Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't don't pay the ten thousand dollar a year taxes and see where you end up. Yeah, exactly. Hundred thousand dollars is now worthless. You and the fact early. the fact that three hundred and there's probably three hundred and forty million Americans now. How many of us are there? Yeah. All of us are just like, yeah. I guess we'll just let them steal all of our money. Yeah. And nobody's upset. Not enough. No, not enough people. Even if they are, they're they're too comfortable. We've talked about this earlier. They're too comfortable in their ways where. Yeah. Dude, cut the it's government. Not worth the risk. No. Exactly. Cut. Yeah. Cut. Cut the federal government back ninety five percent. Yeah. Cut each state needs to be cut at least seventy percent. Yeah. Okay. You cut that back, and then, sure, you're not going to have the safety net for for the people who don't want to work and who don't want to contribute. Yeah. But those people don't deserve to be a part of our society. Yeah. They are the leeches. Yeah. So there were, people will be helpless for about 10 There years. were no yeah. federal income taxes in the early 1900s. This is a yeah. new development. Right. We yeah. went from nothing to and it was, 33, 34%. And it was supposed to be temporary. Right. It was supposed to be temporary. And they kept it going. And now we, it's impossible to be wealthy in this country living a normal life right. because of the taxes. Right. That's unbelievable. Okay. All right, so on this side, we have the uh, arguments to ban glyphosate. So we're going to put it up here. On this side, we got independent research points to its negative impact on bees, soil health, aquatic life, and biodiversity in general. The widespread use of the herbicide provides a threat to human health caused by genotoxicity, distribute, uh, sorry, the disruption of microbiome, and potential neurotoxicity, liver damage, and endocrine-disrupting properties. Do you know what the endocrine system is? Yeah, I mean, there's, a, I believe, a lot to it, but it's... There is. It's, it's um, adrenalines. Yeah. It's, uh, it's you know, like, your thyroid. Yeah, you're... you see a lot of thyroid issues right now. Yep. So, let's talk about the, the microbiome and what it does to soil and bees real yeah. quick, because yeah. this has a lot to do with homesteading and what I believe in regenerative agriculture. Yeah. And, you know, so... Get after it. There's more life in a teaspoon of so- of healthy soil than there is on the entire planet. Yeah. So when you spray your soil with any kind of poisons, not just glyphosate, but yeah. you have pesticides, herbicides, you know, whatever it is, yeah. you kill everything in the soil. Yeah. And you can see this stuff if you look it up. You know, you can go go uh, go on YouTube and watch Gabe Brown. He's great at this. He shows his farm next to his neighbor's farm, and it's 
an insane difference in the amount of life in his soil compared yeah. to the people who use these poisons. There's, I mean, there's 30 or 40 worms in one shovel full. Yeah. And then his neighbor can dig for days and not find a worm. Right. Yeah. There's nothing alive in that soil. So they talk about how we have 60 growing seasons left in, in, um, before the soil's depleted, before our soil's depleted and nothing is grown. And if you look at, just to, to prove that, you can look at how much fertilizer has been used since the 40s and 50s when they started using it. Yeah. It's had to ramp up every year. You have to use more every year that you kill your soil more. You have to put more implements in because there's no life in the soil. So what you're saying is the mass distribution, the mass distribution of these chemicals is going to create an epidemic of a food shortage exactly. in this country because the farmland is going to be useless and incapable of sustaining the plants and the grains that are necessary to keep us afloat. The whole world. The whole we world, ex- yeah. We export a lot. I know. Yeah. Food. We're, we're in the bread basket. You have to yeah. think, too. The, uh, the grain basket. Right? Those EPA regulations and all the federal regulations. That's here. That's here that that's happening. How many countries don't have these agencies that are but, controlling the usage? Like, EPA claims they go out to farms or, you know, these places that use them and check how they're using the sprays and what have you. They don't care how much you use. They don't no. care, for no. one, here, but how many countries don't even have that regulatory agency that even claim to do these things? Well, know? let me tell you this. When I was growing my hemp, yeah. um, I looked into being certified organic. Yeah. I love this conversation. Which is the, the joke, I'm pretty sure, right? And the government only wanted money. Yeah. They weren't even going to come to the farm to see my methods right. and to see what I was using. Really? All they wanted was $5,000 for a stamp. Right. Really? Yes. Well, you just have to use the, uh, the old honor system of... Yeah. Like, so this is what I'm using. All of my stuff was all organic. Yeah. No, it, you're a man of your word. It was true. clean stuff, but I, I, I didn't pay them. because I'm like, this is pointless. There's no, there's no reason for me to pay you for this because it doesn't mean anything because you're not checking it. Yeah. The absolute joke is that you have to pay... The government to say that you're organic yep. to prove that you don't spray your anything, whether it's food or hemp or whatever, yep. with poisonous chemicals. You have to pay them for that certification. But if you want to use these toxic chemicals, yeah, to, you don't spray, have to tell anybody, you don't have to tell anybody. No. The more, the merrier. That's crazy. Spray away. Well, I'm thinking too. Is like, all right, you pay that fee. Was that to cover somebody coming out to check your farm or your grow operation? They, no. were, they weren't even no. going to come out. That's what I'm saying. Is it's unbelievable. They're just taking this. It's and- to counter the lobbyists on the other side. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. So just uh, word to the wise in the grocery store, when you see organic, yeah. know that that's honor system. It's yeah. not completely honor system. I'm sure for meats it might be. It's only about, only about 30% of, the f- of your program can use chemicals and still be called organic. So you can still spray in certain phases of growth and still be organic. Yeah, but that's not organic. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's more healthy. Let's just say it's more healthy. Sure. But if there's a little bit less, if you want organic or you want the healthiest food you can grow it yourself, raise it yourself. That's the only way to know what you eat. Raise it, kill it, eat it. That's it. From, I buy day old chicks. 
They get killed on my farm. They go in my freezer. They never leave. I know exactly what they eat. I know exactly what I'm eating. Because like Craig said, you eat what your food eats. If your pigs eat Twinkies and donuts and Hostess cakes, all those trans fats and all those poisons are stored in that animal for its entire life. Preach. You will eat all those trans fats yeah. in every pork well, chop and, you eat. And trans fats is on the low end of the fear, to be honest. Like, there's so many. Exactly. God knows what these they're getting fed. Yeah. Can you, so now, can, can you show the uh, Gary Brecca uh, video so of the strawberries? Up from the, we didn't have that one. This is just, this is the glyphosate thing. It's just. Yeah, so we got, sorry, we got, I had one more, I had one more queued up here. It's highlighted. Oh, for glyphosate? Okay. It's atrazine too. Atrazine, so we already know how terrible uh, glyphosate Glyphosate is is for you. Uh, Which is a recent development. This is a new thing that people are learning. Yeah, and we have one. uh, Atrazine is a hundred times worse than glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup, because it's an endocrine disruptor, said Nathan Donnelly, a scientist. Uh, at the Center for Biological Diversity, which has called for a complete ban of the chemical. It can give huge impacts and should have been banned a long time ago. The endocrine system, testosterone, estrogen, thyroid, thyroid, thyroid. yeah, uh, adrenaline. Yeah. It's your entire your frontal hormonal yeah. system. Yeah. So this is why Alex Jones freaked out 10 years ago 10 years ago saying that it's making the frogs gay yeah well guess what he's got you you you've got a study right here oh yeah i do have this stu- proving alex jones right which we already all knew he was right he's been right about almost everything except for sandy hook yeah which he came out and admitted yeah, yeah. he's been right about most things but yeah these frogs are turning they're changing sex yeah oh i wonder what kind of uh Relationship that has to what's going on in today's world. Yeah. They're changing sex. I can't see any common denominator there. Mostly in this fruits. country. All right, so we got yeah. that video queued up. All right, all right good. Let's I'm ready for that to fully start. But hold on, but hold on. Yeah. Yep. So the astrazine, was it astrazine? Atrazine. Yeah. Atrazine. It is affecting your hormonal system. Right. And here's why. They, well, maybe not why. That does have another purpose, but the benefit is that the testosterone levels in men have never been lower ever in human history than they are right now. And there's a lot of factors to that. Yeah, there are a lot of factors to that, but they love it. Right. And by they, I mean the elites. We can talk about what soy does for testosterone. We can even talk about just the fact of using synthetic underwear, which in the last month or two, I have switched to organic cotton or alpaca wool because... I mean, that's really close to your sexual organs. Alpaca wool and your ding-dong? Not even just that. It, uh, it's really dry. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, not even just, uh, one, it's on your body, so that's a huge concern. Yeah, yeah, but it's really close to where you want your testosterone coming from. Oh, yeah. But it also, uh, washing, washing those synthetic chemicals, they say the strands of the fibers are coming through into that water, and yeah. it's not getting fully processed. It's so everything that gets washed, those synthetic fibers are coming into the system where they wouldn't have been these are the forever chemicals. Yeah. The PFAS yep. and all and these. Yeah. It's so affecting you that way that it's coming into the water through your washed clothes. But it's also a yeah. great point that it's it's physically touching your body. We yeah. have switched our children's underwear and all our yeah. underwear to yeah. organic cotton or alpaca wool. Just yeah. you know, as 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 unsynthetic as you can yeah. in every aspect of your life, not just your clothes, not yeah. just your food. 
everything. Yeah. The air, the water, you know, get outside, be healthy. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So, so we do I, have this. Too. I want to show you this. This okay. is Gary Brecca. I believe he's a neuroscientist of some kind or a uh, nutritionist. I'm not sure what he does, we got it. We but got it. he's all over the TikToks, the Instagrams, all the socials. Right. And this is this is incredible. Yeah. Watch this. If you eat fruit, and I'm a fan of fruits, I prefer fruits that end in berry. But if you eat fruit, that is the one place in your budget where you have to step up and, and buy organic. Fruits absorb pesticides and herbicides, insecticides through the skin. Um, so they have a much higher concentration than, than other foods. Um, I, I actually was shadow banned a few months ago because I talked about it. A study that came from um, the EPA that that took non-organic strawberries, put them in a commercial press, um, and they took the juice from those strawberries, and the pesticide content was so high that they could use it to respray the crop. So there's two th- there's there's two ways that you need to f- think about nutrition. You can either filter poisons and toxins and chemicals before they enter your body, or you can put them in your body and let your body be the filter. Those are your two choices. So I would prefer to filter them before they come in. Right? Yeah, that's... Uh... Okay, so on those lines, if you want to know how much poison it, it takes to grow the beautiful fruits that you see in the grocery store, yeah. try growing your own. Yeah. I mean, we picked a bushel of apples off of four fruit trees this year in our yard. Yep. And they are the ugliest apples you can yeah. imagine. Yeah, I just saw a clip about this too. Yeah. Uh, something about grandma's apples. Yeah, apples are so. If you can look it up, you you don't have to look it up, but everybody else can. It's called the dirty dozen. These apples are the number one most poisoned fruit on the planet. They sprayed every week from the time the bloom shows up on the tree until they pick it. That's unbelievable. And everything gets soaked in through the skin. Yeah, that's why they're perfect. Well, and what you don't see is the bug bites, the the misshapen. Yeah, you don't see any imperfections. Yeah, the grandma's apples. And people will pick around those fruits in the store. You won't pick up anything that has any indent on it. What what you see is those apples that aren't covered in pesticide. They're going to have a nick in it. They're not going to be perfectly shaped. And when you cut into it within thirty seconds, forty, maybe a couple minutes, it turns brown. Those are my favorite yeah. fruits. Those are yeah, the yeah. ugly fruits. Those are the good what apples. what yeah. struck me about that video and why I sent it to you for this curation yep. was when he said that the juice from those berries yep. could mm-hmm. be sprayed on the crop again. Yeah. Again yeah. with effect. Right. Yeah. With effect is okay. The with effect is the huge word there. With effect. So that means that there's a strong enough concentration. Of the pesticide in those strawberries to continue to work as a pesticide, what is that doing to your body? So, uh, you know, it's kind of like on those same lines, but I've seen where they test drug usage in cities or even diseases. They test the sewer water and they can pick up how bad a drug problem is in a city by looking at the levels of Oxycontin or whatever other... Yeah, they just read it, and then they can say, well, we're going to have a lot of deaths this month because a lot of people are pissing drugs out. So if you think that your body isn't passing these poisons that you're filtering, it's, you know, the same thing. That's that's another great point from that video, is that you have two choices. Yeah. To consciously filter your... Intake, right, to protect yourself, yeah, 
or force your organs to do it for you. Yep. I choose the former. Yeah. You ask me, like, I'd rather be, I'd rather be on the, on the, on the, um, I'd rather just not eat the chemicals. The defensive, if on, you will. On the offensive. Oh, offensive, yes. yeah. I'd rather be on the offensive here and just put that stuff aside. Like, I'd rather spend more money right. yeah. on my fruits. I'd more rather research. spend more research. More, yeah. Okay. So uh, on the money thing, mm-hmm. you talk about money and food and let's go into healthcare. So f- your healthcare starts in your kitchen. Yeah. It really does. If you eat healthy and take care of yourself, yeah. I don't go to the doctor. I don't need to go to the doctor. And when I go, she, you know, every three or four or five years. Say, this isn't the strongest. She tells me how healthy I am. Yeah. My cholesterol is perfect. Listen, yeah. I don't go to the gym every day like you. I obviously work at home. Yeah. You know, you cut and split a quart of wood and you get yeah, some exercise. That's yeah, a good workout. But healthcare starts in the kitchen. Yeah. If you don't want to be at the doctor's every two or three months with a problem, then eat healthy. Yeah. You can either pay your health insurance or your health care, or you can pay your farmer. Yeah. That's it. And if you're having, if you're having issues yeah. with your health, yeah. the first place that you need to look is at your diet. 100%. You might, think, you might think that you're eating well. You're eating vegetables. You're eating fruits. You're eating uh, like, like lean protein. Yeah. yeah. But those fruits, vegetables, and lean protein might be riddled with these toxins, right? Yeah. Right. You need to really consider the source of your food. Yeah. Yep. What's been applied to it. Yep. And what it's going to do to you once you put it in you. Ninety. I. I would say. Probably eighty-five percent of the healthcare issues in this country, yeah. including ADHD, more. and a bunch of psychological issues, more. would be solved with yep. diet. More. Yep. You think it's more? I do. Yeah, I do. Well, yeah, when you look at the overall numbers too, like um, one of the things I had queued up is uh, the pollinating creatures that are covered with these pesticides. They say if they have to be careful, but the EPA cannot track like monarch butterflies or big pollinator bees. Yeah. They say it has irreparable effects to these creatures, uh, birds, hummingbirds, things like that. Everybody has it, seen where our honeybees are having problems yeah, right they now. They almost went extinct. And like my wife says, about to. without bees... Without bees, yep. we wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's what she That's says. Real. You ever okay, look up the picture of Whole Foods did this, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. They took everything off the shelves that wouldn't be available without honeybees. And the oh. grocery store was almost empty. Really? Just to scare people. Yeah, it's, well, people need to be scared. People need to be aware. People live in these bubbles of, like, okay. If you're pushing for electric vehicles and stuff, Okay, and you rely on the grocery store. You your 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 thoughts and your ideology don't match up. Yeah, because it's not possible. You 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 can't rely on a grocery store and also have all electric vehicles. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. Well, my my favorite phrase from people when they say, "Well, it, when they say, I just don't have time. I don't have time yeah. to do that. I don't have time to live that life." What are you doing? Yeah, how often are you, are you sitting listen? On the couch? You asked me how much money and how much time I spend on this. Well, yeah, we don't right. spend a ton of time. I mean, it's it's hard work, but me and my wife can sit in a lawn chair for an hour and a half or two hours every day, yeah. Yeah. all summer long. Yeah. We obviously do work at it, and we do a lot of canning and processing and growing and weeding. And but you know what? And it's not perfect. Wait, but how but much we, time? How much time do you get to scroll on Facebook and TikTok and play video games? And let's oh, not have that conversation. Right. Yeah, exactly. getting it. <laughs> yeah. But 
that time that is spent doing all of the homesteading shit that's required that's to do, that's family time. That's the best that's time. The best time. You get to, you, all right, as a homesteader with children and a wife, yeah. you get to teach your family the art of independence. Well, we get to learn together. I'm not teaching anything. I make mistakes. Sure. And my kids, you know, we all learn together. Yeah. And every year we get a little bit better. That's huge. Yeah. The, I mean, the, learning with you, that's, that's. Yeah. The independence that our children are going to have yeah. is going to be, is going to be at least, no joke, 50 times. Oh, oh way more than that. Unbelievable yeah. amounts. So this, all this stuff skipped at least one generation. Multiple. Our, it's more than that. No, it's not really because our grandparents did this stuff. Yeah. They really did. Yeah. You don't think about it and you didn't talk about it with them. How old are you? I'm 44. Oh, you're, all right. You're 10 years older than me. So, okay. We'll go one. But I know for a fact, yeah. my grandparents went through the Great Depression. Well, if they didn't grow their food, they didn't eat. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah. That's a serious thing. We're talking 1932. Well, do you want to learn? Do you want to learn? Yeah how to grow your food when you have to grow your food to eat? No. Or do you want to learn how to grow your food now so when you do have to do it, yeah. you know how to do it already? Yeah. When well, did you get your first job, Craig? I was 16 years old. All right. So your first job that you drove to? Um, I was 16. Okay. And a half. When I got my license, that's when I got my... Wow. Well, no, that's not true. I did a bunch of odd jobs. I painted houses and stuff and did landscaping when I was like 13, 14, what? 15. So when you got that job and you had to get to that job, yeah. did you just, like, the first day, just hop in the car and drive to work? No. You had to learn how to drive. Of course, right? yeah. You had to practice. You had to take a test. All this stuff that I do is, is, is I mean, as, not as a conspiracy theorist, but it's just practice. Yeah. Or if I have to do it to survive. Yeah. You cannot. You know, if the world shuts down and we get an EMP or a nuclear war yeah. or... The Wait. end of the world shows up and our power grid goes down. You You're not going to be able to go on YouTube and yeah. watch a video on how to grow your own carrot. You sound like a crazy person to a lot of people, but those are realities where they, they freak out about former presidents having we their... We just lived through this shit. Over the button. And we, we are living it now, but no one wants to have their eyes We open. just lived through this where you could go to the grocery store and not find what you wanted. Yeah. Guess who didn't have that problem? Yeah, you were one of them. Not just me. Yeah. The hundreds of thousands or maybe a million people in this country who grow their food. What's, what's big, too, is what you said is you can't go on YouTube. Guess what? You can have a manual about how to do this. Like, I have a million survival manuals that I accrued through the military. They're actual army training manuals. Or You'll starve while you're learning how to do it. Thank you. You can't read it and figure it out in the no. same day. No. It's going to take seasons no. of growing. No. And, what you're doing and that's not the only reason we do it. Yeah. We do it for health. Yeah. We do it. Sometimes for money, because sometimes it's cheaper. Yeah. We do it for security. We do it for independence. Yeah. Well, and it's bonding time. Like, it was a, a brief thing we brought up. It's, it is truly bonding time. Yeah. You guys are learning. Some of my favorite pictures are the four of us. My, my kids are nine and seven, and my wife. Yeah. We're really, it's so much fun. Well, I, um. So, yeah, Craig, you wrote something down. What do you got? What do you got queued up? Over well, there? I was, I was going to say, you're learning process and the way that like your mindset into homesteading requires yeah you to not have a fear of failure yeah no you're gonna fail yeah right hundred times but but i need to i need to really press this because a lot of people don't do important shit 
because they're afraid to fail at the important shit. You can't be afraid to fail. If you're afraid to fail, you cannot possibly succeed. And you're afraid, I mean, and you're not afraid to fail at the home center. You make a mistake. We just had two cows die. You made a mistake. We learned from it. Now we can move on. Right. But it's the fear of failing that holds back a lot of good men from even trying to do the shit that we do. The fear of failure keeps them out of the gym. It keeps them from growing their own food. It keeps them from working on the interpersonal relationships. It keeps them from trying to get the new job. It keeps them from all the shit that they want to do. And it's all about fear. And I really appreciate that about you is that you'll go out and you'll take on a risk and you will face the fear yeah. mm-hmm. of failure, whether it's, in, in, and the failure could, could be felt monetarily with, with, with money, yep. or it could be felt emotionally. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of different ways that fear can manifest. Yeah. But you take that and you say, I accept this risk and I'll, I will not let this fear right. keep me down. Because at worst case scenario, what we started with at the top of this whole thing, yeah. right? was the worst case scenario is that you learn something. Yep. That's the worst case scenario. How can it get any worse? There's, no, there's nothing worse that can happen. There's nothing worse. And nothing worth having is not worth not risking something yeah, for. Exactly. The true value is in trying and trying that task. That's what I wrote down. That's what I wanted to really touch on is, like, is, the, is because I'm telling you all right now is that fear is holding you back from your dreams. You've had dreams your whole life, you have dreams right now. Yeah. If you delve down into your subconscious, yep. you have dreams, you have aspirations, you have things that you want to accomplish, yep. and it's only fear that is holding you back. And fear is the opposite of love, and that's biblical. Yeah, and that's part of the gritty creed, maybe. That's that is part of the gritty creed. So I want, I want to, I had got it queued up. We had uh, brought up. I have to pee. I'll be right back. Yeah, we'll do a little. Yeah, you, got, you guys got this. So he had asked me to look up the Whole Foods uh, removal of food without the bees. So to raise awareness of just how crucial pollinators are to our food system, University Heights Whole Foods Market store temporarily removed all produce that comes from plants dependent on pollinators. They pulled from shelves 237 of 453 products, 52% of the department's normal product mix. And that was in 2013. Yeah. Um, so that's that's ridiculous. That number it's, that is huge. Yeah, I mean it's it, and there is no replacement for what no honeybees do. No, they, I mean there's there's pollinators that do it outside of bees, but if you go out during the summer and you see bees, it's yeah uh, they're on everything. You know anything that pollinates. China tried to do this and they tried to use people and Q-tips to go really from yeah from they had them climbing through trees and apple trees. You what? probably could find those pictures. Yeah, and it was it's so labor intensive. We just can't do what no. I mean. Do. A human being with a Q-tip is only going to move as fast as a bee that goes to 15 plants, like, you know, a snap on a finger. Trust me when I tell you that Mother Nature has figured this shit out. Yeah. And we're not ever going to re-engineer what the creator has figured out for us. Yeah, exactly. We're, uh, and you've said it, you brought it up with the uh, climate change. Realistically, we're a blink of an eye in the universe. Yeah, I mean, we're talking millions of years, and we've we've really been here for nothing. Yeah, a flash in the pan. split second. flash in the pan, if you will. He's back. He is back. So uh, I do have also the uh, atrazine uh, stats. 
Atrazine induces complete feminization and chemical castration in male African clawed frogs. Uh, so this is a scientific study we got here. So you mean Alex Jones was completely right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Is that what this is that what this shows? So he brings up points like Trump does. He, you're not going to like how he says it. You're really not. But guess yeah. what? The guy gets answers. He might be wrong some of the times, but he tries more than anybody. And and he's been right about everything except for the except for Sandy Hook. And he he admits that he which, which, which was a multi-million dollar mistake for him. Oh yeah. Oh, massive. However, I mean, it didn't look right at the time. No. If it's taken take in consideration the way that it looked. Yeah. Well, and mass shootings as a whole are, right. I mean, they come oh. off, if you look at government conspiracies, it comes off as like a, a psyop, if you will. Like he says that, he admits, yeah. like, listen, I was, I was reporting on what other people told me and how it looked, and he went with the cues where he probably yeah. shouldn't have, and he admits that. But he was right about this, yeah. And he got his balls busted for this for a long time. And again, when you that one clip is, oh, the water's turning our frogs gay. It, you know, it makes yeah. it look. Bad. So tell us, tell us about how atrazine's in our water turning us gay. So uh, I will actually bring up. I had a study. I won't even bother pulling it up because I do have scientific then, studies. You can do the research yourself. But. And then right after this, get into fluoride, and then we'll have Derek talk about water. Yeah, I have the fluoride queued up. Right. Um, but you can see here this is a this is a scientific study. Uh, List a bunch of scientists from a uh, University of Berkeley, California. Um, That's where smart people go. Yeah, it's uh, tough to get in. Did you guys know that school's a place for dumb people? Well, that's true. I don't believe that school's a place for smart people. Well, if you can see, uh, the smart people are creating shit. The dumb people are learning shit. <laughs> atrazine is one of the most commonly applied pesticides in the world. As a result, atrazine is the most commonly detected pesticide contaminant of ground, surface, and drinking water. As late as 2018 or 19, I have the study queued up over here too. Um, it tested positive in five separate uh, water bottle manufacturers that are that are uh, in bottled water. In bottled water, yeah. So yeah, most bottled water is not healthy. Yeah, at all. I, I've been fucking up. They're not selling you water; they're selling you a plastic bottle. Yeah, because water I've falls been from the sky. Yeah, I've been. I've been. I've been not drinking tap water, obviously. If you drink, if you are still drinking tap water, yeah. in, in stop, the, yeah, stop it. Terrible for you. But I've been drinking bottled water, thinking that I'm okay. No, no, no. There's, all right, tell me more. All right, so we got here. Uh, so atrazine is a is also a potent uh, potent endocrine disruptor that is active at low and ecologically relevant concentrations. Previous studies showed that atrazine adversely affects amphibian larva development. The present study demonstrates the reproductive consequences of atrazine exposure in adult amphibians. Atrazine-exposed males were both demasculized, chemically huh. castrated, and completely feminized as adults. I think I know a few people have imagine, had a atrazine. <laughs> ima- imagine that. Imagine that. Do you think... Do you think for a second that this is a coincidence that we're living in the times of Sodom and Gomorrah and how long can you real quick can you google how long atrazine's been being used oh it's it's been since uh, yeah I can look it up I can look it yeah, up yeah if you can look it up hit this quick quick point then I'll look oh, good good stuff. yeah yeah so uh, from the study 10% of the exposed genetic males developed into functional f- 
functional females that co-populated with unexposed males and produced viable eggs. 10%. Of so if you had huge, a hundred frogs, huge, 10 of them, 10 of them fully transformed into females that produced breeding viable, females. viable eggs, viable and, eggs. And you have to assume that the control group had zero. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. And uh, so we got here. Atrazine exposed males suffered from depressed testosterone, decreased breeding gland size, and demasculized, feminized laryngeal development, suppressed mating behavior, reduced spermatogenesis, and decreased fertility. You don't. These data are consistent with the effects of atrazine observed in other vertebrate classes. What are we? We are a vertebrate class. That's weird. Uh, the present findings exemplify the role that atrazine and other endocrine-disrupting pesticides likely play in global amphibian declines. So there's do you, a, do you think that possibly they're attacking the endocrine system on purpose? Do you think that could be a thing? Because every one of these things affects our endocrine system do you think that they're really um do you think that these pesticides and herbicides are really for pesticides and herbicides or do you think that maybe is just to poison us so and also, and, and keep our hold on and keep our testosterone at levels that are below the threshold of resistance because it's, it's, it's a proven fact yep. that the higher the testosterone, the more likely the disobedience and the ability to critically think. So I'm glad you said that because we'll actually key into it with fluoride. Um, but we have here, the date it was introduced was 1958. Uh, atrazine was first registered as an herbicide in 1958. More than 70 million pounds have been applied annually in recent years. Oh, annually. million pounds per year. With about 75% of corn uh, cropland receiving treatment, atrazine has limited water solubility and is not tightly bound to soil. And just so everybody's aware of how much stuff you eat that has corn I was just going to say this. Yeah, and or animals. You're, I, I was just going to say. The grain that is put into the yeah. feed of all livestock. For the mentally undeveloped. Yep. Corn. Is in everything. Is in absolutely fucking everything. Go There's look nothing at, that you can't find corn in. Go look at your bottle of soda and look yeah. at the first or second ingredient is... Corn syrup. Corn syrup. Yep. At least... All right, so I want to... I'm going to plug The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan, which I've read. Yeah. And it's a great book to show you where yeah. your food comes from. Sure, you read that book. He's so much smarter than me. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy... And this was... Are we waiting for edits? In, are we waiting for edits? We are waiting for edits. Back in the 2000s. Son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so I read this maybe a couple of years ago yep. when I was still reading non-picture books. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I could not put it down, but all right, continue. Yeah. So the uh, chicken nugget from McDonald's, just a perfect example that I learned from this book, has 38 ingredients in a McDonald's chicken nugget. 38 ingredients. The first 14 are derived from corn. And the reason they do that is to divide it up so small so that the number one ingredient is chicken. 
and then the next 14 are corn. If they didn't turn that corn into 14 separate ingredients, it would be the biggest ingredient in a chicken nugget. And who the fuck would eat a chicken nugget made of corn? Made of corn. Especially after you watch the video of how they're made. Good stuff, man. How many? Pink slop, if you watch the video. Oh, yeah. Try to find it, but it's it's just Food Inc., great. I'm not a Michael Moore fan. Yeah. Great job on that video. Watch it. It's literally, they take all of the parts and processes in almost like a blender and put lips and assholes man it's literally the lips and the assholes of the chicken yeah together well if we're gonna pour one more let's drink boys so uh yeah back to chicken nuggets so corn is in everything it's so many ingredients that you don't even know yeah if your food needs a scientist to make it don't eat it yeah exactly well i'll 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 go to that's a great that's a that's a great metric I can expand on. Live by, yeah. I'll please go, do, please I'll go, do. I'll go to the point of um, the I, EPA saying all those ingredients in their regulatory allowed, uh, you know, numbers are healthy. So when you split that one ingredient up to fourteen, oh, this is this is healthier for you. The right, you know, the accuracy yeah. numbers aren't you know aren't bad. But please, please so, elaborate. So in his book, he talks about how he goes to visit these food manufacturing plants like General Mills or yeah. Kraft or whatever. He's not allowed in. They won't even let him well, see where the science is done. Part of, part of the things too about uh, the atrazine bans and the glyphosate bans are that uh, General Mills cereals are testing positive. Right out of the factory. For, right out of the factory. For those pesticides. High levels. Yeah, and of high course, levels. my boy loves that stuff. Yeah. yeah well, everybody well. does. They're designed for... Yeah. They're, everybody's well, life. they're designed for a dopamine dump. Yeah. Yeah. They're designed for sugar-induced yep. dopamine dump. Well, even if they're not, let's. they're designed to make the food manufacturer the most profit. That's yeah. it. Not yeah. the farmer... Yep. How do you do that? You get people addicted to the dopamine yeah. dump. Exactly. That's how everything works. That's, that's how everything works. That's how this stupid instant thing gratification works. Instant gratification. That's how that's yep. how alcohol works. That's how it all works. Is the dopamine dump right? Dopamine. That's why I cold plunge. Yeah, cold plunge set you off for the best start of your day, dude. Four hundred to five hundred, according to Andrew Huberman, Huberman Labs podcast. Check it out. It's a I smart guy. It. He's a he's a Stanford bio. Also, like and subscribe to ours. Yes, please like and subs- subscribe to ours. But 400 to 500% increase in dopamine for the next four to six hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. To for, for three minutes of There's torture. So many benefits. Let's not even call it torture. You have to get your mindset straight and then jump in the tub. That's a yeah. good point. I, you know, I almost and you, don't mind it. And you, and you know what I do? So when I first started doing it, I used to be like, oh, and like, like, like man up. Like fuck, and be like, ah, I'm getting in there, Rah. Yeah. And then I get now in. You gotta want to get in. Now, now that I'm experienced, it's more of a centering, right? Yeah. It's, I I I get myself together. Yeah. Yep. And I take a deep breath. Yeah. And then I go, I can't wait to do this, right? Because all the other stuff, the slapping and like the the, I'm gonna go do this. That's just that's just a um front yeah you're building. you're trying to psych yourself up yeah it, to really conquer your mind you have to accept it there needs yeah. to be a peace yeah there's no conquering your mind so i'm gonna use the bathroom peace. i'm gonna jump to a middle camera okay eric if you want to lean in slightly okay i think we're good so if you want to do yeah, the gold plunge we're good i'm gonna pee quick oh right, yeah, yeah yeah it'll be good you can torture yourself for the first three to four minutes of your day with a cold plunge you right. can conquer anything else this is what i say I say the hardest part of my day is done 
at 6 a.m. Right. Every day. Yeah. You can do anything else. I can do anything else because yeah. I voluntarily climbed into my cold plunge. Yeah. So the rest of my day is gravy. It's easy. How hard could it be? Oh, somebody spit in your face and you flipped out. That did happen today. That was a hard part of my day. But honestly, the hardest part, the hardest part was that cold plunge. And you know how many people I tell that I've done that and they just say flat out, they'll never do it. I suggest everybody tries it. I mean, 100% of the population, if they started cold plunging today, they would defeat anxiety. They would defeat depression. They would defeat all their stresses. They would defeat so many psychological problems. Just everything's easy after that. uh, My wife is a perfect example of this. She's... She, she deals with some anxiety and whatever, but when she was cold plunging, yeah, it was, she was, like un- she stopped? She, yeah, <sighs> but she was a new person. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. She was like full of life and vigor. She right? was like virile. She was like in herself. It's like, it's like drinking 10 cups of coffee. It is. Without the chemicals. Well, cause like Andrew Huberman points out the. Uh, it's from the endocrine system. The endorphins. The, the, the adrenaline yeah. and dopamine dumps that you get from that are incredible. Yeah, that's true. We'll set you up for the whole day. Set you up for the whole day. Yeah. I could, when, I, when I had my nuts snipped, <laughs> so I can't have babies anymore, because I've already had my babies, um, and I strongly recommend finding a woman and settling down and having babies, because... Having a family is huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much shit to learn there. Yeah. But I couldn't cold plunge for two days because, I mean, for two weeks because of the stitches. Right. Shrinkage. The shrinkage. No tubs. Yeah. Nothing. Well, no, no yeah. baths. No baths. There's no nothing. Yeah. You can shower. That's yeah, it. You take a cold shower. Yeah. Even that. But even that, it's not, it's not the same. No. I felt myself slipping into my previous state right. where yeah. I found cold plunging. Yeah. And I was terrified. I did not like it. So really. I've known you for a few years, at yeah. least four or five years. Yeah. Probably. And I got to say, you and you had your, uh, you know, your first kid and you guys were just, you're sick all the time. You know, yeah, you we kids, were. Your kid's a, uh, yep. every kid, not just your kid, is a is a walking Petri dish. A bucket they, of disease that lives they, in your house. Yep. They yeah. pick their noses, they touch everything, they put it all over the place. You guys were sick all the time. And I can visibly tell you, or physically tell you, when you started cold plunging, it stopped. Yeah. I created your immune system. If you look at uh, there Wim is Hoff. no Wim Hof, too, is a big... Yeah, Wim Hof. Yeah. There is... Dude, seriously. I was... We... My household was so sick. Oh, yeah. Cold, flu, Cold, time. flu. It was like, hey, COVID, what are you doing this All the shit. Yeah. Yeah. We st- we I built the cold plunge out of the chest freezer, yeah. and we cold plunge all the time. And there's no sickness in my house anymore. Nope, it's a huge difference. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I haven't been sick. I don't. I, I, the control it puts on your uh, your immune system is people don't believe it. It is scientifically proven true. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. It's, watched yeah you, you saw it happen to us. You going from cold and flu every week, yeah. yep. to just not sick yeah. for months, Which months, 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 yeah. months, months. Incredible, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Even when like my kids bring stuff home and like, well, because school, schools, because schools a, is and then you where you work too but, is a petri dish, right? So, so where does it. where does everybody look to for some of the healthiest people in the world? 
Where? And the happiest. They, so they say happiest and healthiest people in the world. They're uh, in the Nordic countries. I was going to say the, the Nordics. Denmark, Finland. Yeah. What do those people do constantly? They're in the cold. They're in, no, polar not just plunge. cold. They go in freezing cold water. Yeah, like a These polar people plunge. will blow through ice for six months out of the year. They leave their babies. Yeah. They leave their babies yeah. in their strollers yeah. outside, outside. Yes. sleeping yeah. in, this, yeah. in the cold. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Look that up. It's because it's, your own people. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Because... It's healthy. All of these reasons. It's healthy. Yeah. yeah. My mother loves her grandchildren more than anybody loves anything anywhere ever. Yeah, right? they want them to be warm and cold. And she wants coats and hats and gloves. And I'm like, nope. Yep. You got to suffer. Yeah. I, and I tell them all the time, like, suffering. Hunter. It is. No, it society, is. It's, it's suffering. Yeah. But. I'm like, no, they can be cold for five minutes. Yeah. Not even five minutes. It's 30 seconds while they walk to my truck and then get in the warm truck to go into the warm house. Yeah. They can be cold for 30 seconds. And it keeps them, Stop. It keeps them safer, too. Well, you know what Hunter started doing? Hunter started being like, I'm not wearing shoes. Wow. And I'm like, Great. good for you, man. Yep. Look up the studies on know. What not wearing shoes. Grounding. Oh, Grounding. Grounding. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. I'm barefoot all summer. I hate shoes. So. And, you know, let's, we can talk about the, you know, the, the poor people in China who make most of our shoes for, yep. you know, 50 cents a week. With a bowl of rice. That yeah. I'm, I'm saving them some work because I'm wearing less shoes yeah. all the time. We can talk about the grounding. We can talk about the health of it. Yep. It's comfortable. It's better for your feet. It's yep. better for your legs. Well, it's better for your body. Last week, I didn't wear Crocs like I'm wearing today, Craig. But I was wearing... Uh, he's got, <laughs> he's got these sky blue Crocs on that I could not help myself but to be like dude oh he's got him on <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's baby blue that's last, not sky blue. Last week, oh all right sorry baby blue <laughs> last week you didn't notice i was wearing uh they're like sock shoes they have a rubber sole but it's built into a sock those shoe. are great they're almost like rock climbing shoes yeah it is oh i've had those yeah, yeah you yeah. can climb you can run on anything yep. like obviously glass or something would go through it but i still are. prefer to just be completely barefoot well, no socks nothing but, i mean um, we're on the farm constantly barefoot yep. I can't get my kids to wear shoes. If I'm going outdoors and I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to touch the ground. I don't want to touch the sidewalk. Dude, I'll put these things on. They're dark, so they kind of blend in. You wouldn't notice unless you're like, it's like you're barefoot. I will walk through my chicken coop. I will feed my animals barefoot. I don't care. I wash it off. You're not not using pesticides, so it won't see in your skin. Exactly. And Matt, I do feel like even with those minimalist type shoe on, you're missing. A huge part of the equation in being grounded well, yeah. touch, to the I'll planet. Touch, I'll touch grass in my backyard. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I'm like, uh, I went for a walk to my local bar the other day, and uh, it's three quarters of a mile down the street. I'm touching the sidewalks, the bare pavement. I'll yeah, put you don't want. Yeah, dude, your toes still spread out. Like yeah. you're still. Yeah, you're almost in tune with the earth without getting the gross. But city, you, city. you actually sent me a video, and it was a guy holding the. Um, an electronic tester. Electronic tester. Yeah. yeah. And he does it with shoes on. Oh, yeah. Does it with shoes off. Dude, I actually looked into this myself. Yeah. Like, you, can't, you can't tell me that there's no difference between that amount of energy flowing through your body yep. and that little amount of energy flowing through your body. Oh, yeah. We're really supposed to be one with the planet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I call vibrations, my, vibrations in the yeah. uh, electrical impulses from the earth. I kind of yeah. call myself like a redneck hippie. 
I like that. You, know, you, so, you, you are a hippie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit on the hippie side, yeah. but I'm also the crazy conservative redneck. Yeah. I, li- I like to find a libertarian's a fine line close to that, you know? The libertarians are all fucking hippies, too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. Don't let them tell you anything different. It's just fine, by Bro, me. you can do whatever you want, bro. Listen, I want to grow, <laughs> grow weed with my machine guns next to my gay neighbors. All right? Yeah. Exactly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. you know. It's all fine if you... Yeah, I won't go. I won't go there. Just Steer, leave the kids out of it. You can do anything you okay, want. Okay, there you go. Leave the kids out. There you go. Steers and queers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we're not far from Sodom and Gomorrah times. No, it's the we're truth. not far from the times of Noah. Yeah. Okay. Well, especially and, if you look at the Israel, and Hamas. I don't want to get biblical on you guys because I know that I'm a lot more religious than you guys are, but um. That's not what's fair. what's going on right now. What's going on? Well, then what a church doesn't then, make you a better make, person. Then I listen, can be just as spiritual as if, you and not. No, there's no no, 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 no. That's not that, that, what? that's like, a myth. That's I like I like hold on. you on it, but I'm not. Uh, that's hold on. Church. God is omnipotent. And I don't have to be in a special house to guys, say praise God. That is a device of the enemy. But church, church does have that sense. It talked, is. I've talked to you about it briefly. Um, I was never raised. The enemy wants you to believe that, Derek. I was raised religious, but not in a church. And uh, church has one of those big sense of communities. And it's kind of lost yeah. today where... That's missing. Yeah, it's, you're right. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And they want us divided with your communities on the social media. You don't have... your. No, no, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. You sons of bitches, I lost my... Point. What was I talking about? Probably wasn't a good point. It was a great point. It was a. I had a great point coming. Yeah, I saw you write down in your notebook, and I saw you open your notebook. I said, if I keep him talking, he's not gonna know. I, I lost it. I lost it. No, I'm just kidding. I hope you find it. Um. So, Derek, you uh, you collect your own rainwater too? Correct. So, uh, the he's city, a great the city you guys. Producer. I like this. He's a great producer. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see that? Let's talk about water. Hold on. It Hold was, on. It was smooth. It was There's smooth. a reason. There's a, there's a reason why you're here. Yeah. So uh, the city you guys live in or the town, I guess, are you guys connected to a town water supply? You guys both have well. I know. It I is awful. Tell him how bad Swansea yeah, water is. I'm on city water still, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. I do have a really good whole house filter that yeah. supposedly well, takes out 99% of all the chemicals. Bull, bull. If you keep up with the car- cartridge uh, well, changes. What I have is it has a pre-filter that takes out sediment, and then I have a carbon filter that takes out chemicals yep. like chlorine and chloramine and fluoride and yep. atrazine. I was going to say charcoal takes does. out fluoride. This one Which does. Is big enough. It looks like two dive tanks upside down. You can look it up. It's called Aquasana, and it's Aquasana. up there with uh, show perky. them. Pull it up. Perky filter is supposed to be a really high. It's up there with them. Yeah. And then I have a carbon post filter that takes the car. You know. Takes out so other stuff. This is something you've uh, you've purchased on your own. The yes. town doesn't provide you. What did it no, cost no. you? Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Just let's find out. So right here. Wow. Um. So we got one. No, nope, uh, go down. It's the it's big ones. These. Big Those look like dive tanks. Almost these. This. This. It looks like this right here. Nope, this one. Yeah. All right. All right let's what check I that have. one up. Um. Nope. Click it. I'm gonna click the whole thing. Yeah. Click the whole thing. Pull it up on the screens. Sorry, it's on the, the Chi-Com so, Amazon. Yeah, that's basically the unit bucks, that I have. About a thousand bucks. And that is that is just a massive tank, if you will. But Does it say that it pulls out um, fluoride? It does on their site. Sediment in 
97% chlorine, uh, chlorine. Plus 1 million GI. So I can tell you if I have a bypass, because if I have to change the filters, I have to turn the valves off and bypass the filter for a minute. And you can literally smell the chlorine coming yeah. out of the faucet. 100%. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. My skin has never been worse than when I moved from Tiverton. Yeah. To Swansea. Okay, so everybody... so the you water in Swansea is poison. So you said you buy bottled water, right? To drink? To drink, yeah, and make so, my coffees. And- so I'll pull this up, actually. You guys keep talking. I'm going to look up the... Uh, yeah, freak. we'll just keep talking without you having to tell us to keep talking, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's just do we'll just what keep- Monty says. <laughs> he said keep talking, so let's yes, keep talking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever my overlord. <laughs> so yeah. you're not free here. When If you just drink bottled water... You're only fixing about 5% of what you intake. Right. Your epidermis, which that's not... My skin. That's your skin. Yeah. It's not yeah. to be confused with your epididymis. <laughs> <laughs> your epidermis job, absorbs Fred. much more chemicals than you can intake. So when you take a shower in a house with high chlorine or chemical intake, you're in a steamy shower. You're, yeah. you're inhaling it through your lungs. Your you're getting it through your skin and your lungs. Yeah. All the chemicals can be taken in through your skin. So if you don't have a whole house filter, you're not doing anything. I had to get stopping. All right, how much water do you drink in a day? Really, realistically, realistically, what you should drink. But what you drink? I drink three sixteen ounce bottles a day. That's not a lot of water. You pour much more water than that on yourself. Yeah, when I shower, and I shower every day. Exactly. Yeah. So get a whole house filter. Yeah, I got. I have to. You really yeah. do. You're right. And for your and you're for right. your whole family. Here's how I know you're right. It's because tell me about the neurotoxin fluoride. All right. So I do actually have that queued up, and we'll thank go, you. We'll go right to that. Uh, a fluoride, and then we can go back to rainwater. So, well, yes, absolutely. This all ties, That's what, this all ties into your rainwater. Um, so we have the we have a scientific study. Uh, this is from. Two people who study science. <laughs> I don't have that part. Uh, that must make them qualified. Yeah, yeah. very qualified. If Muncie says they, they study science, then they must. All right, so fluorine is the ninth chemical on the periodic table. It is an anionic molecule. It belongs to the halogen family. Uh, fluorine is most reactive in electronegative chemical that is currently known. Uh, don't they? Unimportant. Halogen? Isn't that so, lights? So fluoride naturally occurs in water. That is a thing that most people don't know. And naturally, it naturally is so uh, a big. Yeah, a it's big, an element. A big part of it in the studies compared to China is China has high fluoride um, contents in their water, and it has had adverse effects. Not the ones we're going to look at neurologically, but they have uh, the bone decomposition where your bones get so stiff they start to crumble, the joints, things wow. like that. Um, teeth, uh, teeth is a big aspect. Right. Um, you got me learning shit, Mutz. Dude, I'm smart. When you had me... Uh, you got me learning shit, though. When you had me pull stuff up for this, the fluoride one kind of blew my mind. Well, because they're trying to get kids... They, the, the dentist industry right. has kids doing fluoride treatments on baby teeth. We used to do fluoride treatments when I was a kid. We still do. And I hated it. It was like three minutes. With he's, got a, he's got the whole thing. It still happens, actually. In the I know. American Dental well, it doesn't happen to my kids because we tell them not to. Yeah, my kids, smart. too. Yeah. The American Dental Association actually propagates against uh, speaking out against it because they say the fluoridization of water uh, was such a benefit to America, which is crazy to me when you look at these. How, how, how can that be true when Hitler 
had plans to put fluoride into our water systems to make us weak and dumb. Well, so, all right, so when you look even at if numbers, you want to not, if, if you want to take the, the conspiracies out of it. It's not a conspiracy. No, no, that's no, that, no, that's mean, a fact. So okay. when, you look at, when you look at the American Dental Association letter, which I guess is them trying to fight, I mean, it's their own propaganda. I have a letter I'll pull up after these studies where it says they're trying to get the National Toxicity Association to uh, take out. Take their, it off the register. It take, well, not to reword how they say it, because like you said earlier with the uh, rat studies of, I want to say it was aspartame. Uh, aspartame. They actually say something. Aspartame. Well, they don't have, you guys don't have actual numbers of, how much fluoride was given to these rats. We're not just, they're not, they don't dispute what was found with the rats. They said at what numbers. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. Right. We're not saying, well, it's not going to cause ADHD, uh, depression, anxiety. We're just saying at what numbers does it. You don't have proof at what numbers these rats were given to, you know, given these fluoride. Right. That's why we say, oh, you should uh, put a disclaimer or take it out altogether. But if, if you look at this, the study... You're doing a great job tonight, Muntz. I'm trying. This is one I actually really care about because you had me do the study, and I was, like, mind-blown. Yeah. So the review focuses on the synthesis of current experimental and observational data regarding the effect of fluoride exposure on childhood mental health and the role of mitochondrial function as a mechanism of action. What the fuck do those words mean? So, uh... Well, two gaps in the literature were identified. There's limited research on mental and emotional impacts of fluoride exposure compared to research on cognitive outcomes. And two, the human studies primarily focus on prenatal and perinatal, which is post-birth exposure with little research conducted at their time points. So that means there's not a whole lot of data that was conducted uh, after those two time points. They're worried about baby, uh, pregnant women and babies. But if you look at, they, they say some crazy things about teenagers and youth, youth children. Well, it's a known fact. It's a known fact that fluoride is a neurotoxin. Right. Yep. And the, the, um, the, the reason why they try and give it to you and yep. try and give it to your kids. Well, we have, we have is, the reason, we have the reason queued up right here, actually. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on. It's, from what I understand, yep. it's to strengthening your teeth. Yeah. Okay, when I talk about that for a second. Listen, so let me, let me listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right guys. The Surgeon General. Wait, hold right. on, hold on, hold on, guys. Well, let me just, let me, manual water fluoridate. <laughs> cut me off. Let him go. He's my producer. He yeah, fucking cuts me off. I'm the host of this motherfucker. Know, and you have ducking on the microphone. And yeah. Somehow, I think I'm just talking so loud. All right, loud good. Go talk. So, manual water fluoridate. Oh, see, you got me off. <laughs> Fluoridation in the United States dates to 1945 and was intended intended to increase fluoride exposure to reduce cavities in children. As of 2016, over 200 million people in the United States have access to fluoridated drinking water. Furthermore, uh, in the same year, the United States Surgeon General Vivek H. Murphy described community water fluoridation as the most effective way to ensure that all members of the population have access to supplemental fluoride to avoid cavities. Okay. And decay. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. To reduce cavities in children. Can I, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just, can I say a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a right. fuck 
about cavities and baby teeth. Yep. Because those are your baby teeth. Yeah. Those are your practice teeth. And, and you're not uh you're not allowed to give this water to babies. You have to give them filtered um what is that gallon? It's not even distilled just filtered water. It's you have to give them yeah, the, distilled, distilled water. water. Okay. Can I get a second? Hold on. Just give me one more. Give, give me one more minute. I got one more thing to say. One more. Not only do I not give a shit about babies getting cavities, I don't give a shit about adults getting cavities when the cost of trying to prevent toothache and tooth loss is a, a, um, a deficit and a, and a, a direct decline in IQ yeah. right. and in neurological function. Right. Yep. Like it's not a, even close. It's like on a scale. If you put them on a scale, it's not even close. And, and if you get regular dental health, they give you toothpaste. If you go to a homeless shelter, like overseas, they were shipping us care packages of you're literally just getting toothpaste, toothbrush, uh, can we, mouthwash, and baby wipes. Can we start with the cause, though? Because if you, if you take care of yourself and you're healthy to start with, yeah. you don't have cavities. Dogs don't have cavities. No, listen, there are tribes in this world still today that have about this too. Oh. actually perfect teeth. And I don't mean like perfect, no cavities. Yeah. Like they don't need, they don't need any orthodontics work. Yeah. They don't need braces. Their teeth are perfectly aligned. And that's because from birth, they eat a perfect diet yeah. of meat and nuts, and seeds, and they don't eat too many vegetables, and they eat zero sugar, which is a huge problem. Yeah. Sugar is in everything. Yep. It's well, in the bread. It's in the pot. And I'm not saying don't eat bread and don't yep. eat pasta. Don't, don't, but yeah. they but eat more of a carnivore diet than we eat. Yeah. So yeah. their teeth are in perfect form. So they can was, still be found today. So there was a pair of Viking teeth. Craig actually brought this up to you maybe weeks ago. I think when I looked this up, I found it. They found a pair of Viking teeth. They filed their teeth, and even with filing the teeth down to a, a scary, flat, sharp, some of them were sharp, they were a healthy pair of teeth found straight. Perfect. Perfect teeth without fluoride, without fluoridated uh, toothpaste mouth. Without part, dentists. Part of the problem, dentists. part of the problem too, is that helicopter parents and Scared parents and fear. After parents. And fear. <laughs> and fear. <laughs> they don't want their kids eat stuff that's going to make them chew. Well, that's, that's right. Because the they're afraid that they're going to choke. Yep. And it has developmental issues right. with their teeth and with their jaws. If we, if we look at this too. Uh, You're not supposed to live on mac and cheese and chicken. No, nuggets. you got to chew some shit. You have to go through some shit. To develop, right? So if you look at at this point, uh, researchers also found that prenatal fluoride exposure in rats was associated with hyperactivity that was common. You mean ADHD? Yep. Autism, there's a lot of... Oh, autism too? Yeah. uh, That was comparable to induced by amphetamines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, It has a study linked to it. You guys are going to have to pull the study up yourself. I'm not going to... We have to start... Putting links we in we the will. website. We're going to do that. I don't have time to do it. Somebody else has to do it months. 
I, do, I already do so much, pal. <laughs> I know you do, but... All right. Despite the differences in hyperactivity levels, uh, weight and plasma fluoride levels were comparable between test and control subjects. Uh, behavioral uh, alterations were also present in mice and rats. This is thought to be due to modifications to the still-developing blood-brain barrier, uh, as well as to effects caused by oxidative stress. Altogether, animal studies seem to indicate that repeated doses of fluoride can result to atypical cognitive outcomes when compared to controls. They want to make you retarded. Yes. They want to make you... Yeah. And when I say retarded, yeah, we're not YouTube and Spotify, I'm not talking bad about people with mental disabilities. I'm saying they want to retard your intelligence so that they can easily control you. Right. All of this comes down to, all of it, the, 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 the glyphosate, the atrazine, the fluoride, it all comes down to this, it all boils down to the same conclusion, yep. which is that they want you yeah. to be low IQ, yep. obedient, easy to control. Yeah. And the only counter to that is to protect yourself in the first place yep. from the poisons you have filters and rainwater so you must be this- you must be you must when they call for obedience yeah. you must be dis- yeah, disobedient part of the gritty creed when they when they do a lot of these things you have to go the opposite you have to go the opposite route they want you fat you have to be thin they want you weak you have to be strong they want you sick you have to be healthy yeah. they want you ob- obedient you have to be disobedient yep. whatever it is that's coming through the pipeline yeah the opposite of it is yep. the pathway to freedom well and we got one more study than uh i'm gonna the next study is you can pull it up yourself about fluoride if you look up fluoride and look up research studies but we got one more that's uh a hit point fluoride exposure has also been linked to increased excitement in the hippocampus uh hippo, hippocampus sorry Impaired memory, anxiety-like behavior, depression-like behavior in adult mice. We've got two studies uh, linked up to that. This may be due to the passage of fluoride through the blood-brain barrier causing maladaptive changes to the hippocampus. What what issue do we have right now in this country? Massive depression. Massive depression, massive anxiety. Which is why we live in the most drugged society on the planet. Yeah. For antidepressants. Yeah, and there's there's tons of studies out there that say they're uh, it's like a revolving door. If you start taking one, it's it just flows. You're gonna go up to the next dose. You're gonna try a different antidepressant. Where that's not the answer. You but, know, it might not be. I mean, some people, I'm sure it is. If you're really gonna hurt yourself, but it goes deeper than that. Even no, I, can I can I step on that for oh, a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and this is personal because my father was on antidepressants. Yeah. SSRIs for two weeks yeah. before he committed suicide. Oh, that's awful. Because your father... Wait, hold on. The side effect to antidepressants is suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Everybody stop. Hold on a second. Hold on. I agree with you. Your father committed suicide? Yeah. I did not know that about you. Yeah. I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, it's not a private thing, but, you know, it's not something you announce. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... No, but that's important insight. Yeah. Because uh, trauma like that will affect... A lot of shit. Yeah. 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 Um, I, did, I didn't know that. And he was on antidepressants. Yep. 
Well, what you said is huge. Is uh, I think pharma has a, a a part to play in that. How does something that's supposed to cure you of these things? One of the symptoms is that it makes it worse. Suicidal yeah. tendencies. Yeah, and and you know, I went to the. Uh, I, I, went, I went to my doctor. Yeah. Maybe a week or two after he passed yeah. for it, just a regular physical, which I said I don't go to the doctor a lot, but I yeah. go, you know, every three or four or five years. This just happened to be around the same time. And I let her know what was going on because she asked what's going on in your life. And her first, her first statement to me after I said what happened was, well, do you, do you need anything? Can I get you a script? Yeah. Do you need yeah. an antidepressant? Yeah. Are you depressed? Yeah. And I said, no, I'm fine. You're, you know, you want to give me the same shit that killed my dad? Exactly. Yeah. I said, I'll get through it. Yeah. You know? And she's, are you sure? Because I can, I can write you a script right now. Nope. That's wild. But the only solution to that problem is to face the shit. Right. Well, that's, that's the thing. Is but the right. SSRIs the, or whatever they are, the, the, the antidepressants, depressants, yeah. Yeah. they block... They're, they're, it's an emotional blocker. It's, yeah. it, it blocks all emotion. It doesn't just block sadness. It blocks happiness. Yeah, which is which is wild. I have a friend who was uh, he was going through a couple tough times. He ended up living with us for a, a, you know a few weeks. I'm not going to mention any names. Yep. He was on SSRIs because his girlfriend broke up. You yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. yeah, troubles. And he told me like he basically he nothing was funny. Nothing was happy. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing was sad. There's just was nothing a, there. It was literally a zombie. It's a forced, it's a forced neutral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we, I ended up getting him some mushrooms, mushroom chocolates. Yeah. Yep, I was going to say dosing psilocybin. And he um, got off of his he got off of his antidepressants. Yeah. And he his therapist even said, "You're so much better on these." Yeah. yeah. So take the chocolates, get rid of the pills. But here's the problem. Coming off of the SSRIs is fucking torture for these people. It's a detox is because it's a detox. the way the way that that shit changes the chemical balance in your brain. Yeah, when you come off of it, you can't come off of it. Exactly, they, they make it customer for life. Exactly, Which is what I, I had said, and it's all about money. It's yeah, cyclical pharmacology. If you really want to face your depression, you do have to face your demons, and it's yeah. Lose. The only way, the only way up is through. Yeah. yeah. The only way to elevate your mind, your yeah. body, to elevate anything in your life yeah. is through adversity. The only way up is through. And you might. And the faster, the faster people understand this, yeah. the faaster our world becomes a better place. Yes. And we I have agree. to suffer a little bit. Well, you have to suffer. You have to suffer. I'll say there are there are crutches, but you're not going to need a pharmaceutical crutch. You might need a holistic. I see people. Crutch. I see people I use a family crutch. Yeah, or a well, friend crutch. That's why, why I say uh, I'm a huge fan of the uh, psilocybin or even uh, yeah. THC is in a medical dose. There's so many, but those are those are all natural, and the reason they're not legal is because big pharma hasn't had a way to develop them in a way that you and I can use that they can make money off. Yeah, exactly. It's all about money. Those are something you can grow yourself that you and your family could use, but they don't know how to make money off it yet, so they're not going to do it. You know, they're not going to prove it. Listen, the subjective issues in in, in the brain coupled with the pharmaceutical industry's lust for... Money, yeah, is a is a disaster for this country. Listen, so you mentioned pharmaceuticals in this country. There's no mistake that we are 
one of two countries on the entire planet. What are they? 175. That you can nations. that you can advertise. You can advertise. Yeah. And and I don't know if everybody has TV or radio, but if you turn on any public broadcasting, it's brought it's to you by Pfizer. 75. It's not just Pfizer. It's 75 per 80 to 80 percent of every commercial. Yeah. Is a pharmaceutical commercial. Yeah. There, it's disgusting. The no. pharmaceutical industry stole your dad from you. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just him. It's not just him. It's but, not just him. I mean, that, but, I have, but that's a personal... I have three cousins that have gone to pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Well, it's, In I mean, my out of 12. If, that's you go, a, if you look at the VA, we've talked about the military a lot. The first thing they push on you is drugs. They yeah. don't want you to go... I mean, yeah, they offer the therapies, the group therapies, but their biggest thing is pharmacology. No, you have to find the root cause and you have to solve the cause first. That I said it. Every I, situation. Huge, that is huge. Yeah. You know, it's the truth. I said it earlier in the podcast. You follow the money, you can yeah. find the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Every yep. single time. And, and the pharmaceutical to. industry is no different. Yeah. Those SSRIs are killing people in mass. Yeah. Because it leaves you absolutely emotionless. Not just, hold on, not just, not just without sadness, not, yeah. not just without despair, not just without anger. It leaves you without happiness and joy. It leaves you without any emotion. And what kind of life is that? Where, how are you going to find a way out of that? I would, listen, I would rather feel sadness and depression yeah. than nothing. Yeah. Well, so can I, can I, so you talk about, um, SSRIs and what they take from you. We live in probably the best time in any human 100%. history. 100%. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so, not even close. It's so simple. You have creature comforts. Yeah. You, your houses is, are heated. You, you have a learn, roof over your you head. Wanna, if you want to learn something, find be a new person. Set the touch of your finger. Do you have a computer in your pocket? Yeah, I, yeah. So that's a small thing, but yeah. just how easy it is. Now, put yourself... 300 years ago. Yep. If that, if you have to go that far, but yeah. I'm, I'm just going drastic. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know, there was no heat in your house. Yep. You had to go. You had to make heat. You had to make heat. You didn't have food. You had to go You had to grow food. food. You had to grow food. There were no, people. Not find it. Yeah. There were people in every direction that wanted to kill you. Yep. Like you said earlier, your, your, your infant mortality rate was through the roof. Yep. So yep. if you had a wife, she probably lost seven of nine of her children. Yeah. yeah. And you know what she didn't do? She didn't take drugs to get through it. And you know what else didn't happen? And they were hard people. And people suffered through everything without pharmaceutical companies. I like you said that, hard people. Hard people. Hard times create hard people. Soft times create soft So listen, those people, those people were also never depressed. Yeah. We have the softest people in history. They never... They never broke. No. Those people never broke. No, you there buried There was no a, depression. You think, buried a child and you went back to work the next day. Yeah. yeah. There was no mourning. There was no breaking. No. no. Our society is too weak. Right. Yeah. These people do not know suffering. No. Yeah. And they fear it. And the fear. No, they don't even fear it. They hold on. No, they is. do. They do. They have an absolute fear of, of, of the loss. Right. These people fear it, and that fear creates weakness. Yeah. That's how it happens. I'm not even sure they're smart enough to know fear. They don't know real fear. We have had such an easy time in this country yeah. in the last, I don't even know. I mean, when's the last time we had any real suffering 
on this continent. On the this great continent, it's been a long time. It's probably been the Great Depression. 90 years. Yeah, you physically can't even say COVID because that's a, cre- no. a created, convoluted, mental... COVID was the flu. Yeah. Well, and it's, I've had it, I, I swear to God, I've had it more than a handful of times. Had it six times now. And I've, I've got it where it's, it's like the flu. Yeah, you might have a little trouble breathing if you're a healthy human. If we, you haven't been sitting on the couch eating bonbons all fucking day, yeah, you're, you're going to be fine. If Nobody were, in this country really knows suffering. No, if you were prepared. Not, 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 not a like single one. Countries, not like in other tribes. Go talk, I mean, go talk to the Palestinians in Gaza right now. Yeah. Or, or the Israelis. Or the Israelis. Or the Ukrainians. Or the Russians on the front lines. Or, or look, even look at a... Go talk to the Jews who survived the Holocaust. Look, yeah. look at an Afghani tribesman. Yeah. yeah. Like, you might not agree and with And those that. motherfuckers fucked up and persevered yeah. right. through all the shit. These right. are people who, who don't have running water. Yeah. They're, they Still. They survive of a farmland. That's how they, they survive. That's how they want to live. So I've read this before. If you have, if you can eat yeah. anytime during the day when you want, if yeah. you have a roof over your head and you have clothes on your body, yeah. you are in the top 1% of the planet. Yeah. There are still that many people suffering. $36,000 a year. And we have 330-something million people yeah. in this country who are on some kind of drug yeah. and complain that they have a hard life. Well, you could be on a... If, I think if you're on a government healthcare system, those drugs are free, and that's the first thing they'll prescribe you. Yeah, or of course, because that's how they control you. Right. Yeah. Because once you start on those drugs, you can't get off of them. Yeah. Once you can't get off of them, the government owns you. Yeah, no, it's have the you, truth. Have you guys watched Painkiller? No. So, so Painkillers, no, I've watched Bigger, Stronger, Faster, which is about steroids, legalized steroids. That's a big, uh, a big proponent. I don't watch TV, well, so I don't, and I don't watch movies. So, yeah, the steroid thing, that's a whole different well, I mean, thing. It's an offshoot. We're an offshoot, yeah. an offshoot right but, now. But, pain, you know, I, I, I we are killers. I actually saw it on... Peacock, I want to say, just came up. I almost watched it. I, I think it's it's on Netflix and it's yeah. free. And I we are in a it. fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, sorry. That's so, so far away from homesteading. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to. I was going to let us finish up this point. Then we have uh, the American Dental Association to the National Toxicity Programs letter. But we're going to finish. We're going to wrap up here. Yeah, you guys wrap up. I'm going to get us all a beer. You guys want a beer? I'd love yeah. a adult beverage. Yeah. All right. I did. Wa- we're going to. I just wanted to go down this pharmaceutical rabbit hole a little bit because big pharma this is one of the reasons that this podcast might not take off we'll get we'll get canceled fast yeah well listen we're gold this is two hour two and a half hours of gold we're wrapping up too we are wrapping up you don't have to wrap up just go we're we're gonna go until we have no more shit you can edit anything out that you don't want yeah no and Derek I won't Derek's gold here we won't this is great so, you're, so on your point. So, I, I, I just wanted to go down the pharmaceutical ra- rabbit hole a little yeah. bit. Yeah. To just push the point home. I watched this uh, podcast, not podcast, docu, docu-series. Yeah, and it's on, on Netflix. Like I, you said it's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure I saw it either on Peacock or uh, it's on a few things. It's yeah. On a few things. So, uh, I think it was James Cameron. Okay. He's the director of, you know, a lot of big movies. Yeah, a lot I think, of big uh, stuff. Um, Titanic and a few others. And I listen to his podcast on Joe Rogan. Yeah. I listen to yours too. Which uh, I would recommend because you should like yeah. and subscribe. Even so, though, um, even though Craig is in front of the main camera right now. Okay. This, uh, this, this podcast, this uh, docuseries, Painkillers. And yep. like I said, I have lost three cousins to this yep. 
drug, Oxycontin. But it shows the the disgusting Don't even get me started, dude. It's the disgustingness of the big pharma war machine in this. So if country. you if you look at any uh, even any podcast with any big war vet, any big war vet who has uh, gone through the uh, nice pour there, Monty. Yeah, yeah, what's up? <laughs> hey, hold on, heavy hold on. on the flow. Yingling, they have the American people. flag and the Trump flag up on the front of their building. I mean, we don't buy tranny beer here at uh, yeah, the gritty, no. the real grit podcast. <laughs> we don't go against uh, Yingling. It's the American beer. Hey, my first the, beer actually. The, the, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm there's trying no, to do a fucking. I'm trying no to do a Dil- thing over here. There's no <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney on this fucking. Yingling. <laughs> the heroes of this shit. You stood up. Um, and it was uh, my first beer. Uh, me and my dad on a road trip to see my sick grandmother. Well, that's fucking sad. You could not buy it. You couldn't buy it in New England at the time. Hey, you couldn't find it. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so that was this big thing. And uh, yeah. obviously I was in high school and I was a troublemaker. So I, I've i had a beer or two at the time. One or two. But uh, Just one or two. He, he said, uh, you know what? It's our first beer together, Matt. You want a beer? I said, yeah. I told my kid a few weeks ago, his first beer better be with me and not some other 17-year-old yeah, kid. Yeah, dude, that's the way to do it. Somewhere. That's the way to do it. Yeah. But uh, so if, if you look at any of these podcasts <laughs> or movies or stories with veterans um, who have been in a trauma, a physical assault, you know, war, what have you, they have to go on methadone, a, a majority of them, because of the pharmaceuticals like Oxycontin pushed to them because of their injuries. Right. Yeah. So much push to them. They have to go on a opiate uh, suppressor, detoxer. Yeah, yeah. Detox because of how hard these these drugs that are meant to help them hurt them. You know, well, they're not meant to help you. No. Well, well, also meant to make big, somebody rich. That's big pharma money, dude. Yeah. It's that's the truth. It is, but at the same time, we have friends who have been blown up. Yeah. No, it's the truth. Um, I, I wouldn't want to think of them as being in pain, I, and I would be like, give them anything that they can no, get. No, that's the truth. And uh, but the but the longevity of it is what the problem. Well, is. and the big issue is the addiction of it. Pharmacology, or a big pharma, if you will, not pharmacology, looks at uh, how are we going to make money. They're not looking at this small. No, yeah, they don't they're care. Not trying to help you. Yeah, they're not looking at the troops or or no. even the mom or the pop who got injured. They're looking at how they can make money off of this pain. this insurance company who's going to pay out. They're looking at this hospital that's going to pay out for this right. drug. There might be stuff that can help you more, but it's not going to pay as much. And, that's, well, and what, that other thing is something you can do at home. That's too. why ivermectin and uh, what was the other one? Start with a C. Hydroxychloroquine. Oh, yeah. start with an H. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. That's why... They demonized. And Derek is up on the terminology. Yeah, dude. they demonized both of those drugs because they're out of patent. Yes, and they cost ten cents a pill yes, to make. Exactly. Which is but crazy. they would have saved the lives. Which is crazy of a whole bunch of people. But you, there's no money in saving lives, Derek. You, you realize that they made sure that every illegal immigrant who walked across the border got two doses of yeah. ivermectin really? in them before they were allowed into this country. Is that really? I believe it. Yes. That is unbelievable. Yeah. So homesteading, Derek. All right. Let's go back to rainwater because so, Muncie mentioned. Oh yeah, rainwater. All right. So, so I have you back up. If we're gonna queue back up, I just okay. want one more thing before we touch on rainwater. You're being a real fucking 
Benito Mussolini tonight. I had, I, had, I had so many points. I know. You had it all going. You're sticking with rainwater. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to look at... Hurry up, because I got to piss. <laughs> fluoride. Uh, so this is the American Dental Association's letter to the uh, National Tex, uh, Toxology Program. And it was uh, about them correcting their address to the state or the country. So correcting? They wanted them to remove or add like a preamble or post. To be, to, to be clear. Yep. The National Toxicology Program yep. put something out. And then the yeah. Dentist yes. Association yep. so they were geared flipped up, out. They were geared up to uh, put out their own letter and or their own, uh, I don't know if it was a speech, what, what this one was. I could look back through it. Right. But they had their own letter they were going to put out, and the American Dental Association kind of freaked out. All right, said, all right. Listen. So already, do you have toothpaste in your house that has fluoride in it? I do, unfortunately. Hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) The fluoridated toothpaste isn't bad, right? In and itself isn't bad if you if you don't swallow any of it. Yeah, you're only holding it in your mouth for I think it's not even a minute, and you spit it. Try to tell your four year old not to swallow. Yeah. Well, he he, all of his like my kids' toothpaste are fluoride free. As they should be at that age. Mine yeah. should be too. I is no, and you know what it is. It's all Americans, dude. It's, it's or it, humans. It's pure, um, complacency. Yeah, yeah it really why is. it's not. And it's hard to be. It's hard to be good at getting all the poisons out of you. Yeah, it really takes a lot of time. So when it's and, and it's, crazy look at, it's crazy to look at the numbers because all right. So let's say you have a fluoridated toothpaste, and you say, "Well, that's not that bad." Yeah, but our water. Your mouthwash might be too. Okay, yep. that's not that bad. Okay, yep. but now all of your drinking water right? Yeah. from anywhere you're getting drinking water is, yep. your, the water you're bathing in yep. is. So yep. it's a blood-brain barrier. If it's getting into your bloodstream, if you're taking a bath, you're yep. soaking in fluoride. Yep. Through your epidermis. Through your epidermis. Through your what? <laughs> so uh, the National Toxicology Program, this is from uh, the ADA, puts in their letter, said, uh, did not conduct a formal dose response assessment, which is, means you don't know how much each rat was given. Yeah. Uh, that could inform a discussion on water fluoridation. Yeah. The uh, National Toxicology Program needs to state clearly that the monograph is not designed to be informative with respect to decisions about the concentrations of fluoride that are used for water fluoridiz- fluoridination. Floridation. Sorry, I want to say Florida Nation. <laughs> uh, that point should be reiterated at the end of the monograph with some indication the monograph does not draw any conclusions regarding drinking water fluoridation or any other fluor- fluoride sources such as toothpaste or dental treatments. The context into which the monograph falls calls for much more carefully developed and articulated communications on the issue. So basically, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it means... Or... Don't look at it. It means stop talking about what you're talking about because you... We're not denying what you say. Yeah. You don't know how much is the danger. They're fluoridating your water that you're... You could drink... The average American's water consumption is supposed to be about a gallon a day. About... Depending on activity. Bet you there's fluoride in that beer you're drinking. I bet there is. Yeah. Yep. But then it's... You're also brushing your teeth with it. Then, yeah, wash, right. Mouthwash. So it's in everything. 
It's and in they're, everything. They're not, it's in everything. they're not disputing the facts claimed about fluoride. They're, they're saying how much. How much of it. You're, you don't have the results of how much. We're, the rats, those rats suffer from those effects. But how, how, do we, how do we fix this problem, Derek? All right, so you can go to well water, but you have to look at what gets leached through the ground. So if you have a surface well, obviously you, you more gets your, leached. Test yeah. your well every year. Test your well, yeah. Yep. You can go to rainwater, but poisons actually fall from the sky. So, yep. the, uh, But it's still better than pesti- municipal water. The pesticides, too, actually, they say contribute from uh, falling rainwater. Right. Kind of going to spring water. So we do use rainwater for all of our farm irrigation and our animal watering through the warmer months. There's about three months of the year that we can't use rainwater because the barrels will freeze. They're above ground. I prefer to use rainwater as much as possible. For one, it's free. Why don't we bury those? I could if I had a little bit more money. And when your father gets his little mini excavator, excavator. dig a hole. And I can bury my my cistern in the ground. So I have 1,150 gallons of storage. And it's tied into my barn gutter system. So every inch of rain, I get 800 gallons of water. So most years, that's enough to support. I was going to say, how much of my irrigation? How many inches of rain do we get around here? I believe we're year? about thirty to thirty-five inches of average rainwater a year. Yeah, wow. last year was probably a lot less. We were in a big. Oh, storm. that was bad. Yeah, that was a bad. This year we're probably a lot more because it's raining almost yeah. every weekend. But so thirty-five times eight hundred. Well, the significant I haven't, amount. I honestly haven't irrigated this year because it was. You don't raining. have to. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have. It rained so, every other day. We had a lot yeah. of storms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I didn't have to use my irrigation much. I'm still using it. I washed. Yeah. You washed we, your four. We washed the quads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a jet pump attached to my system, which is all tied together. And is that tied to solar? My whole house is tied to solar. Wow. So I'm really close to off grid. But, in the last, uh, even if you're off grid, how much how much do they make you pay? You have to pay. Uh, actually, your town or city, do you have to pay? Yes, there is a minimum if you're attached to the municipal you water. You can't detach. No, but you can detach. But electricity can. wise, you have to be attached. Yes. No, that's not true. You can detach. You can detach. Yeah, or you can buy a grid tie system, which would be a uh, you know. Uh, it's very rare, I feel like, when I hear about it. You, can, you can buy a solar inverter that will feed the grid while you're making solar and charge your battery system. So I've heard about that, but they still would charge you that minimum. They'll charge you a delivery fee. No. That's what I thought. Only for what you use off of their grid. But if you're fully solar. If you're fully solar, you're not paying a delivery fee. All right, Derek. That's why. Hear me out. Yep. I spend $300,000 on solar and capacitors. Yeah. Let's just say that much money, right? I make a boatload of energy. Yeah. I can disconnect from national grid and have no national grid bill and still have electricity in my house, and it's legal in this state? Yeah, if you have enough battery backup to store everything yeah. that you would need, well, sure, why not? Well, but, well why not? Yeah, but, see, well, why, big, not is, why not is a point I would agree with. But I'm going to tell like you why not, because in most states, yeah. they require you yeah, to be hooked up to the grid yeah. for... So they, they, they say is for, uh, like, humanitarian reasons. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. You're paying yeah. for everybody else's. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on the legalities of it, 
Okay. So I can't okay. speak to it. Yeah, you're not. We're no, no one's. A very few people would be at that point. Yeah, so I see that. But I do know that I create enough electricity off of my solar that I get about. Last year, I had one hundred and seventy-five dollars worth of electricity bill wow. for the whole year. Wow! I had a fifty-dollar bill followed by like a hundred and twenty-five dollar bill. Yeah. And then for the rest of the year, I produce more solar than I use in electricity. But are you paying off the solar? What do you mean? Like, uh, do you have a mortgage on? I have a do. I do have a solar loan. Yeah, yep. it's about three hundred dollars a month. But okay. the the state of Massachusetts at the time that I bought my solar system had mm-hmm. a program where they pay me to put solar on my house. So I get a check from the solar from National Grid every month for amount that's equivalent to my solar loan. Wow! So, so my solar system it's free, paid for by. Paid for. Yeah. The subsidy. That's why right now, if you're listening to this right now, now is not the time to put solar on your house because they are not having any of these deals right now because the economy is in the fucking toilet. Right. And interest rates are so high. Yep. So Unless you can just write the check and buy it yourself. Exactly. If you can write the check and buy it yourself, it's worth it. Because I don't have an electricity bill. Right. Which is worth its weight in gold anyway. But if you had to mortgage your solar... It offsets the fact that you don't have an, uh, um, an electricity bill, yeah. right? And it ends up being a wash, yeah. and it's not well, worth especially, it. Especially if you're going to sell your house, you have to. That's a whole nother. I disagree. I'll take that wash. You'll take that wash. Well, really? Yeah. Because if I had to, if there was a problem in the world, I can rig my solar system yeah. to provide me with electricity. That's a good point. Yeah, true. that's a good where, point. You could you could divert it. Yeah, I mean, really? obviously, it takes a little bit of hacking. Yeah. I don't have a battery bank right now. Yeah. But, but I make one. Take, it wouldn't take a whole lot to go, you know, storm some bus yard somewhere or grab some broken yeah. down truck batteries, yeah. big 8D batteries, yeah. and and rig it up to work. Yeah, You'll, you only need yep. so much electricity. Right. Yeah. Right. You need an, enough electricity to make your well pump work. Oh, one of you my need points. enough electricity right. to. Cook, I don't even need or, a well pump. You don't even need it to cook. I don't need a well pump. I can I can go to the river every day and get a yeah. five gallon bucket of water yeah. and filter it if I well, need to. One of my what I need was is some refrigeration. Some refrigeration and not key. even a lot. And even yeah. then at that point you could probably salt your way. You could set one of those salt freezers. You could yeah. you're gonna figure so it out I, at that point, you know. Salt I, is how David Boone got caught. I keep 150 really? pounds yeah. of sea salt in my house at all times. Wow. So if I have to, wow. I can I can take all the meat out of oh. my freezer oh. and I that's Hold on. Pull up the Tulip Tree Homestead and show... All right. So this is the 30th time we've tried to do this. Show the people the pictures. It is not coming up. Oh. I would have to be logged into Instagram. We've tried it. Log into my Instagram. That's a lot. You want to come over? You want to switch places? I don't want to do that because I got great lighting over here. But, <laughs> but uh, anytime I've tried to... Lo- I even tried to, lo- I tried to look it up through my Instagram on my own phone. And for whatever reason, it was not coming up. Huh. It's tulip underscore tree underscore homestead. So no, it's farm. It's not homestead. Oh, farm. Yeah. So people at home, you can look it up. But I tried through Google, my own phone. Derek even showed me on his phone. It was not. We will We will share the link. Yeah, we're going to yeah, tag that, it. That's, that's, right. be, that's because the government's listening. And no. They hate us. <laughs> they hate me. They definitely hate you. They definitely hate me. Well, and they see. definitely hate months for associating with us. Right. I mean, I bought I bought the Anarchist Cookbook a few years back. That's Listen to me. Listen to me. I've been on 
every list that the government has. Hey, let's just take for a years. Plug the guys in Utah for listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Have hey. a coffee on us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, CIA, FBI, NSA, NSA. Here I am. The EPA. The EPA. Uh, Everybody. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck your taxes. I'm the resistance. I'm the right wing extremist that you need to fucking watch out. All right. So while we're talking about three letter agencies, let's talk about the ADA. And uh, the ADA letter also noted that the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has hailed community water fluoridation as one of the 10 great public health achievements of the 20th century. Look at Muncie crush. And noted it is an inexpensive way to reduce tooth decay by at least 25% in the population. 25% at the cost of what? It, It would be a shame to distract from over 75 years of public health success over a simple matter of communicating the science, which is... Often more nuanced than a soundbite can convey. Oh, my. And Columbia said, so. God. Can we just take sugar out of our diets and not worry about tooth decay? Or That last paragraph reads like an authoritarian, tyrannical. I know we're a three-letter agency, but this other three-letter agency said we're doing so. So That's good. Bad. Yeah, isn't that horrendous? Bad. So water filters. Yeah. Like a really good water filter. And and that's yeah. on top of rainwater collection. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's a huge part of it. A lot so, of a lot of cities and states make that straight out illegal. You it's not a lot. Not a lot. There's actually I think it's just California that makes it illegal well, to collect rainwater. Well, I'm sure uh, cities and townships, too, because I've seen it. Uh, it comes it, up on well, YouTube. They don't make it illegal. They tax you on it. No, yeah. it's actually yeah. illegal to collect rainwater in California. Well, well I'm saying some states. Well, other so states, other states, if, you, if, they, if you're collecting rainwater, yeah. they'll tax you on the inches of rain. Not a lot, though. Not a lot of states. Oh, so yeah. Massachusetts, yeah. being as liberal as it is, has a tax rebate program where if you put a rainwater collection system on your property, they will pay you yeah. out of your taxes. Well, that, that, and that, that speaks to the issue that is the Massachusetts water yeah. companies. Well, it's it's an issue. I, I know it isn't Swansea. It is Our water Swansea. is I'm sure that's awful. Starts as a rebate. Have you heard of Flint, Michigan? And then they know about your rainwater collection system. So in two years, when they change the laws, have you heard of Flint, Michigan? Yeah, the water in Swansea is not much better. No, it's really not. It's really? not. That's got to be. That's got to be an exclamation. That's uh, no, that's fact. Really? No. So we have a distillation plant in Swansea that was designed by the last commissioner of the water department. Yep. And I think it was 2016. I was getting readings coming through my tap water that was 918 parts per million, which the World Health Organization allows for, I think it's 500 parts per million for contaminants in your water in first world countries. That's nearly double. That's unbelievable. And that was salt coming through the lines. It rotted out my faucets. It rotted out my water heating system. My skin... Feels it, yeah. yeah. No, a hundred percent. Awful, and it should. It should. That's uh, that's unbelievable. When I brought this up to the water department in a town meeting, the commissioner resigned about three months later because he didn't wow. want to deal with the backlash from. Yeah, here's no, what we're gonna do. Kidding. We're gonna the, the uh, 
the LeBeaus and the Haydens are going to take over the town of Swansea. Yeah. And we're going to fix the, the problem. Yeah, and you know what? Look, the LeBeaus are going to let Muncie build a house on the compound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get in line. No, that's that's but that's, no. But listen, we're going to run. We're we're going to run for select men. There's yeah. four of them. Well, that's a big point. Hold on. Actually. There's four of them. There's four of them in Swansea. Yeah. Me, my dad, yep. who was on the podcast episode one. Check him out. Yep. Check it out. Great like dude. Subscribe. And Derek are going to take three of the spots, and then we're going to fix the fucking problem. If we can send $75 billion to Ukraine, we can send $100 million to the town of Swansea to fix our water. I'm not even talking about Swansea. Let's talk about one that's it's popularized. Flint, and then you have, uh, what is it, East Palestine, uh, Ohio? Yeah. You have, you have these parts. Wait, of what happened in East Palestine? Yeah, no one talks about it anymore, right? <laughs> these parts of America that are yeah. suffering, American citizens, men, women, and children. And here we are sending billions of dollars overseas while American citizens suffer. Yeah, and you have this goes back to, this goes Hold on. This goes back to my thought process of if you say you stand with Ukraine, you stand with Palestine, you stand with Israel, if you stand with other people, then get the fuck out of my country. Yeah. Because I stand with this country. I stand with East Palestine. I stand with Flint. I stand with Swansea. Yeah. I stand well, with any, the any, people of this country who are suffering yeah. with less than they should have yeah. based upon just the simple fact that we pay 50% in our taxes to the, to the federal government. Yeah. You do realize that we've sent $223 million a day to the country of Ukraine since we started funding their war. That's in- unbelievable. insane. It's an insane amount of money. Insane. I don't care what they're fighting for. Yeah. It's not for my freedom. It's not no. for yours. No. 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 It doesn't matter to me. No. It doesn't matter to me at all. No. They, they don't know an American citizen from a hole in the wall. Nope. They're going to fight for that. Yeah. And you've got people flying their flag. And saying, I support the fucking... Including the last Speaker of the House who had it tucked into his pocket. Yeah. Disgusting. If you're a a politician, if you're a member of our Congress wearing the flag of a foreign country... Exactly. Tucked tucked into your sweatpants. You should be hung by the neck until dead or thrown into a wood chipper. Wood Wood chipper. Chipper. (laughs) Chipper. Chipper. Wood chipper. Should the t-shirts say wood chipper or just chipper? I'm telling you, we should have a wood chipper on the sleeve. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will. We'll, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I think just a picture of a wood chipper. You, you don't think, even have to say it. Like the front of the shirt should just, you think the front of the shirt? With like a person going into it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it should say chipper or wood chipper? Wood chipper. Red, white, and blue. Because I'm staying with the, oh, hold on. You have the camera on me? Yeah, yeah. All right. You're queued up, buddy. Listen, listen, listen. You need to stay gritty. Grit is one of the most... You want me to go up with it? Yeah. yeah. Grit is the most important trait yeah. for a man to have. And that's the ability to get up after you've been knocked down. Yeah. These shirts will remind you to stay gritty, to stay strong, to st- in your worst moments, to be ready to pick yourself back up and to be the man that you've always known that you can be. Yep. Now, where does one get one of these shirts? One gets one of these shirts at therealgritpodcast.com. All right. And you can click like on it. shop now. Stay gritty line. You can like and subscribe, guys. And you can like and subscribe. And we also have freaking 
awesome ass coffee mugs. So every morning you're reminded to stay gritty. Yeah. Because grit is important. Yeah. So you got buy, any- buy, buy the stuff. Remind yourself and be part of the team. Do you have any more homesteading questions for your? I don't know. Glorious you know, neighbor. You know what? It's honestly been. Uh, there's so many questions we could ask you. It's been almost eye opening. We're gonna have him back on. One, you have to be back on, and two, um, it should have raised some eyebrows to. I think it was average person looking at your your daily diet, your your food, your water intake. Yeah, Eric, I think it was eye opening. What you do by yourself is uh It might not. Be it's not by myself. I'm going to give with my... With your, gonna, your family, your yeah, wife. my family. And my neighbors. It is... Because uh, we do all work together. It's, yeah. It's patriotic, if you will. Who are your neighbors? My neighbors? The massive... Yeah, who are they? The, the LeBeau family. They actually... Oh, oh. They actually own everything around me. <laughs> We've got you surrounded, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we got you surrounded. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being here with us. Uh, what platforms are we on, Craig? We're, we're we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. You can find us on TikTok. Uh, what else? There's like five. Rumble. Yeah, Rumble. Uh, Google Podcasts. You can find us everywhere that you get any of your shit. Anywhere Facebook, you Instagram. You can get us anywhere that you get anything. You can find us. Yep. And we'll give it to you straight. And we'll get in and give you the real... The real Eggs. grit. The real, the real grit. The real grit. Uh, no bullshit. Yeah, no bullshit. Ladies no bullshit, just the real grit. Thanks I like that. Here with us. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening.
strong breath. 